Zach to the rescue. That's significantly better. Let's see if call graph crashes. Your face crashed. Oh, oh man. So crashed. That was cool. There. Apparently, you can just launch out of the Batmobile at high speeds and boost into the air. That's pretty awesome. Alright, um, do we have a recording set up? It appears to be working. It might crash. Just give it up like a minute. Uh, let me know. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Hello, Internet. Hello, Internet. Welcome back to Spirit of the Century. We are now doing a mostly ad-libbed adventure <laughs> that I'm going to be calling The Centurion's In. Get in. Get out. Get threshed. Oh, what? You heard me. Excuse me? Don't you get threshed with me, boy. So, you guys are attending an ambassador's gala in... let's call it Italy. Are you guys doing any special preparations for it? Besides wearing my dress uniform and going where I'm told to. <laughs> Good soldier. <laughs> Having the finest Mexican clothes made to match the fine hats we purchased. Son of a bitch. Well, <laughs> he has made himself a, a very strange sort of debutante. Anyone else want to do anything special before you go to this party? Where Where is this Sorry. party? Um, This party is in Milan. Milan. So, you know, yeah, it's a very nice city. Very old style. The very height of fashion and... Um, of fashion and new couture. Nouveau couture. They need to both be French. Nouveau Chatel. That's a different thing. <laughs> I'm aware. I might I might actually... Uh, so I'm probably like... I'm not going to use a French accent in this, Sam. But I'm probably actually going to practice the hell out of this. I'll have to shoot. Oh. I'm going to practice the hell out of it because it actually gosh. looks kind of rad if you do it right. Cool. And it sounds pretty rad if you do it right. So I'm going to practice it a little later. <laughs> right. So um, this amb this ambassador, um, Ambassador Kent, is a um, is a British diplomat to Italy. And, of course, their uh, relations are okay right now. No, the war's over and everything. <laughs> but it's very important that you not mess this up. Geopolitics are at stake. Not geopolitics. Yes, geopolitics is the most interesting part of any high adventure campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Silly fools, I have captured it. Fucking <laughs> <Like in> geopolitics. <laughs> yes. If you, you want to see them safe again, you will bring the whatever. whatever. You're being brought up on international <laughs> charges under subsection A of the new treaty. <laughs> Way to really commit what? to that one, Josh. That was solid. I you. give up on everything. <laughs> 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 I have never seen anything through since 1996. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I take it you... Sife uh, will dress all fancy-like, though. He'll do that. Nice. Nova will so, also dress all fancy-like. He actually, like, he's not covered in dust for the first time in years. Dust, like, not like dust, like, from not moving, but from travel. <laughs> so lazy. Nah, I get you. Even when, even when she's covered in dust, she's still, she's still, Nova's still a flapper. So, whatevs. <laughs> There's a flapper with some beads applied, because she's kind of a, a hippie flapper, proto hippie flapper. God, I hate whatever the hell that even means. Hipster flapper. Flapper? Are you a flapper? Or I guess a flippy? No, we can't say that on air. <laughs> I hate everyone in this call. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that out there. 
eh, you'll get over it. <laughs> right. Or you won't, so, and then you'll kill me, and yeah, whatever. So, it's a beautiful building. Uh, very old uh, Roman-style architecture. Um, banners flying everywhere of um, of basically all the nations of the diplomats present. You're going there as representatives of the Century Club, as you tend to. We're kind of a big deal. We're, Indeed. We're, we're sort of a big deal. Like <laughs> The people hey man, you try to protect have like a 70... <laughs> The people you try to protect have like a 75% survival rate. That's pretty good, right? Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a passing grade. That's a C. <laughs> C plus work, guys. C plus work. Look, I don't don't judge me. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Where are you getting that plus from? I, anyway, I, <laughs> yes, was, I was being generous. Yeah. So there's plenty of people around. Um, feel free to uh, use fate points to put people in there you know, or invent people entirely you want to talk to. Can I gain a fate point if a certain person's there? Um, pitch me something. Well, no, I just I have a. Oh, right. What, what was the name of your nemesis? Uh, Don't make him say the name. Oh. Don't make him oh. say no, 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 no. It's, no, no, not, it's not Fitcher Starplane. Fitcher Starplane is defeated him. He's dead. Okay, it's Tony Drake. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. I'm large. <laughs> Tony Drake, the person who has, like, the single most pulled action name of anyone in yeah. this game. Yep. Uh, sure. I'll toss a fate point your way if Tony Drake is there. Sure, why not? Yeah. Hmm. I can't. Tony, I don't know really. Why not? Well, tell me. Give me good reasons. <laughs> I, I, I can't think of anyone to request to be there. Oh. I don't actually know anybody. I don't know anyone more that, that's worth yeah. notes. You can make someone up. Or make someone up. Oh, yeah, as you say, clearly there's like some kind of rival mystic there. Or mystic she knows. Oh, God. <laughs> I like that the first uh, instinct is for everyone to make it harder on themselves. <laughs> or, oh, or I know, it's clearly there's some kind of, like, the, the there's some kind of 1920s or 30s skeptic that is trying to disprove that Sarah, that wants to disprove Sarah has any powers. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I like I, that. I'll spend a favorite yeah, point sure. for that to happen. <laughs> All right. Um, give me a second. Well, yes, there is someone there. A, a very famous person. Uh, he is there as the entertainment, in fact. <laughs> Your fate point has summoned Harry Houdini. Fucking oh. crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never amount to anything. <laughs> Stupid parlor tricks. <laughs> well, it's Harry Houdini near, near the end of his uh, life. Exactly. He'll never amount to anything. He is He is currently drowning. <laughs> he, he, he has currently amounted. <laughs> <laughs> not not that near not quite that near and in fact he he died from a much more unfortunate thing yeah so let's have people punch me in the stomach as hard as they can wait wait you should make Biggles cameo Biggles is already here yeah, he no as, as the man who kills Houdini <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, so yes he's actually doing one of his famous acts where through a certain amount of bodily preparation he invites people to come in and hit him as hard as they can in the stomach oh that's a little don't bit don't do uh, it Sam don't that's a little bit risky it's not a sort of not magic <laughs> Sam what is your face when bodily preparation it's, it's like exasperated wheezing <laughs> <laughs> All right, he wants he wants people to come up and and punch him in the stomach. 
yeah, he has his he has his collared shirt uh, unbuttoned halfway up. And it's off to either side, and people are just punching him in the abdomen. Well, when he's ready for it, of course. What what is this? <laughs> he looks over to you, and I have no idea what Houdini's accent was. I think it was just Midwestern. He was from Michigan, wasn't he? <laughs> oh no, no, he died in Michigan. He was born in Budapest. <laughs> That's that's a very different place. Yes. Are we pretending the weird like novels he had written about him were for realsies because the setting? Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, no, because I might have dealt with him before then. I'm worried about it. He swings yeah. around and the uh, the bottom of his shirt flows around him like a cape. What do you mean? What's this about? What it, what are we doing here? Well, I've challenged the members of this audience to take turns striking me in the stomach. And to what to what extent? To show the value of bodily preparation and intense training, they shall do me no harm. May I see? Absolutely. All right. Biggles will take a swing. All right. Roll fists. All righty. Uh, all right. So that's going to be plus two. Plus two. Something he, about this strikes me as a bad idea. He takes a step back to Brace, and you hit him right in the guts, and it feels like your hand has hit a wall. Woo! That's a strong stomach. Indeed. Uh, I will I will clap him on the shoulder and say, "Well, we could use men like you in the Century Club, or at least your techniques." Find me afterwards and <laughs> stroll off. He just sort of looks at you quizzically and then goes back to his performance. I'm gonna fucking learn from him, you fuckers. I'm not gonna kill him. <laughs> you say that now. You couldn't. Is I think the thing. <laughs> it's not like I didn't try. <laughs> Well, I could have shot him, I guess. <laughs> it's just like, people are striking me in the stomach. Gotcha. Bam. <laughs> Pounces off. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, let's Meanwhile, while this is all this happening, might actually be able to. you feel a, a familiar presence looming behind you, Saif. And you felt and you smell the familiar smell of bad perfume. Tony Drake is here. You don't even have to turn around to know. Just sighs. A big sigh. Hello, Drake. Alrod. He'll turn. Is she at least trying to be fancy for this oh, fancy yeah. pants thing? Okay. It it is it's not it's it is her fanciest like swashbuckling vest. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. With a with well, a straight with okay. a straight brimmed black hat. At least her swash is buckled this time. Jesus. Um, Can't let that <laughs> swash get all over the place. <laughs> I'm. Why are you here? Why wouldn't I be here? There was a fancy geopolitics. <laughs> there was a fancy party, and I was invited. I scan the room looking for what fool might have done that. Uh, sure. Give me an investigation check. <laughs> Can I... I almost want to spend a fate point to have it be Garv. I got you don't three. have to. If you want, it can be you. Plus three. Um, you, you see no obvious <laughs> fools besides Garv, maybe. <laughs> and Biggles. He was currently he was currently looking in wonder at a man being punched. <laughs> so another but, day for Biggles. But you do see a peculiar sight where most of the people here are dressed up in um in various you know suits and dresses. There's one person who is dressed up in monk's robes. Oh, do I recognize them? 
the, um, the habit, I mean, or the person. You do not recognize the person, but you can give me a um, academics to recognize the habit. Sure. Uh, plus four. Plus four. I, I, I had an idea. Get back into kind of. Sure. Um, you don't in particular recognize the sect, but they do appear to be some form of Buddhist clothing. Well, uh, it was nice of you to come and say hello. Huh? Do enjoy yourself. Although I am curious what 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 the occasion is on you being. That's rude. Hmm. Are you talking to Drake? Yes. <laughs> I just... Never mind. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your charm bracelet. What? This is a G. Oh, yes. Yes. It's uh, better than letting someone like you sell it to the highest bidder, thus resulting in who untold destruction. Hey, you, you could know. have been the highest bidder. I, I think I bid my life and won. Well, gambled it, at least. Shrug. She shrugs. Gives you a gives you a sort of cold look and walks away to the party, presumably to find Garb. <laughs> Garb, yeah. You just you just see Garb go, hey! hey! Then they go and have drinks, probably. <laughs> um, briefly cut away. You said you were doing something, sir. No, I just had an idea of a. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna I'm I'm spend some fate points here. Multiple. Not the wing in particular. Uh, multiple fate points. I'm gonna say that there are at the, the, the at this party there are two women with whom Garf has had relations. Okay, so one and Tony Dr- <laughs> that were unaware of each other at the time. Let's see. Uh, oh no. So that's one fate point. That's one fate point. Okay. Sure. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. That that Garf may or may not have made promises to to. to... Right or, or something. Maybe. We'll see. Who knows? That's what I'm sending people on. Garb! <laughs> yes. Three people catch sight of you at once. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> my my instinct to go to gr- to go, go to ground and hide is uh is kicking in again. Old spy instinct. Tony Drake is the first to arrive at the scene. Oh wait, that's alright. Hey! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> And before even a sentence gets out of her mouth, um, another woman, um, one you're free to establish details about since it was your paramour. All right. Uh, let's see. A. Well, I will who, say. Who would, you, who would you be in a relationship with? Or were you conning them? I... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> who the says first... it can't be both? That's the that answer is fair. To the first. The answer to the first is who wouldn't Garb be in a relationship with? Fair. <laughs> uh, how about this? A, uh, a, oh, I'm trying to think. Let's go with, uh, let's go with a, uh, Chinese, uh, Chinese woman. I'm trying to right. kind of like, a, a sort of a femme fatale, femme fatale kind of, uh, kind of person all right Pro- either yes. po- possibly a spy or an assassin from the war all right fair enough <laughs> all right um a woman in an elegant um oriental uh is oriental an um an offensive word for a style of clothing i i mean yes but 
Is it really? Uh, yeah. I, mean, I heard somewhere it was considered offensive, and I. I well, guess. that's if you call a person oriental. Okay. It's, it's yeah. still a, like, indicative of it a, just, style. a woman it in literally, it means a, a Chinese woman in Chinese style dress <laughs> approaches you from across the ballroom. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What and, do you mean Chinese style? Jesus Christ! Look. Sometimes you don't was, pack a dress when you come to Italy on business, and you have to buy a dress there. There is oh, literally—it just occurs to me I'm going to use master of disguise now. Oh no! <laughs> oh dear God! Please, please don't do it. <laughs> don't be like this. I'll decide when I come in later. No, no okay. Be, be like this. Uh, okay. I, I, what I was going to say is that I'm I, there. There is a style of jet dress that is legit called a China dress. Fine, one of those. <laughs> I was being facetious when I was saying. Right I know. <laughs> right, so she comes over and practically hangs on you. Garv, it's so nice to see you. Oh, uh, b- been a while. Wasn't expecting to see you here. Uh, uh, do you have a come up with a name, or should I just come up with one? <laughs> She's waiting for you to remember her name. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> wh- Three, which alias two. was it? When? When? Indeed. <laughs> It's, it has been a while. She she looks at you kind of dreamily, then turns to the right and sees Drake, and looks back at you coldly. And who is this? Oh, uh... Bail, bail. Another adventurer, treasure hunter. Uh, I We worked together to do a desert thing. I don't remember much of it, to be honest. It might have been the drinks, it might have been that blast of whatever mystic stuff. I see. You... <laughs> You went out alone into a desert with this woman and went for drinks and mystic stuff. Well, I've always got drinks. Would you like a drink? <laughs> Just pulls a drink out of somewhere. I think, and from the other and from the other side from her, you hear Garfabrizio. <laughs> that someone... did not sound like a happy voice. And a, and, a, and a woman in a full dress with the full flayed out skirt comes up and slaps you across the face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, what? What's, I barely saw that. What? Uh, I haven't heard from you in six months. I. It's. And now you're hanging out with two women at a Milanese ball, <laughs> and you don't even think to tell me. It's been a crazy few months. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, I'd love to hear all about it. Look. I'm sure it was a month that was worth writing to someone you cared about. <laughs> can, I, can I notice that Garv is in trouble? Absolutely. <laughs> He's going to. I don't think it takes a check. Yeah, even. <laughs> yeah no, that's it, what it, I was there asking. There are people starting to stare. <laughs> I, I, will, I will saunter over. Garv, who are these fine ladies? Oh, uh, well, I believe... You turn around and you get slapped across the face again. Goodness! Uh, oh, no, I think oh. me. Oh. <laughs> Ow! Or, or Garth. Who was that this time? <laughs> You're not sure. Ow! What? I didn't even see... Which one of you? Was that you, Drake? Or Drake you just... Is, Drake is chuckling. Damn it, Drake. <laughs> Don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> now two people are mad at you and one person is pretending to be mad at you. <laughs> God damn. Look. I will, I will firmly establish right now the Drake was disguised as a man during that adventure. <laughs> they, they just sort of look at you quizzically. So therefore nothing happened. 
this does not seem to assuage them. Actually, I can't. I... Nova happens oh, to come God, by. Yeah, no, I mean, Nova, Nova, Nova's right there. Which adventure was this? Nova walks up. Three women now? <laughs> well, I wanted to say that some. Um... She's with me. Grab her. <laughs> that is fair, but that's not what I wanted to get at. That's I wanted to fair. say. I wanted to say that um, Mr. Fabrizio here, it, 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 it hardly matters uh, what gender we're talking about. What What are you trying to get at? <laughs> I, once, I once saw him what talking sweetly to a man. What are you talking <laughs> you, You're not helping, sir. Uh, this is revenge, isn't it? Oh, for what? What do I ever want revenge for? I'll see you. I'll see you're Irish today, then. I. <laughs> right. seems appropriate. All right. He turns. He's like, so. Look. While you were looking away, when disappeared. Oh God damn it! Scythe looked like he was pro- possibly going to intervene, but then realized that this was too amusing, and so he's just kind of sta- standing back a few feet. Look, let's face it, nobody's intervening who's intending to do Garve a favor here, except maybe Biggles. Uh, Biggles is trying to help, but everybody keeps talking. <laughs> if he wants to say something, he can. Yeah, he'll ask, you know, which which adventure was it that you that you were on, and you didn't, you weren't able to talk or or write. Yes. Yes, tell us. Did it break your writing hand? Uh, well, there was that was it, last one, and but what was it? Was it the job in India? That one was difficult to write from. That the that. Well, I that, should say so. You spent three months breaking me out of a prison. Yes. I owe my life to this break, man. And you're breaking sketchy men out of jails. Excuse me. Do you not know who I am? You heard me. <laughs> <laughs> Biggles will uh, gesture to his various medals. I am a war hero. Yes. Crack pilot, too, let me tell you. And you're a sketchy man with a sketchy mustache. Sif walked away but came oh, she, back with a drink she, for himself. She, my mustache is well shaded. She called, she called your mustache sketchy? Like, oh. calm, calm down, Helena. It's... Helena? <laughs> <laughs> you get another slap. Ah. Take a stress. <laughs> what kind? One to both. <laughs> Major consequence, bruised dignity. <laughs> that's that, that's actually a minor consequence they suggest in the book. <laughs> right then. <laughs> Do you have a retort? Uh... <laughs> have you issued a response? Jody? Nova is just <laughs> Nova is just kind of standing there next to Biggles, just just waiting, just watching, probably sipping a drink. Like, what do you say, Garb? <laughs> Jody, you take another slap across the face, and Drake just goes. Does it rhyme with female anatomy? <laughs> Drake, Drake just shakes her head. You're gonna end up unconscious if you, if you keep uh, guessing. <laughs> Alright, look, I haven't even gotten a good look at you from all the slapping and turning around. <laughs> He's gonna get a better look at you at this girl. I, heard, I got fancy dress. <laughs> can I make some kind of check to recognize? Sure, make me a contacting check. I can do that. <laughs> Plus six. Plus six. Elizabeth. 
Oh, Elizabeth. <laughs> now he remembers. Oh, no wonder, giving no you wonder, No wonder you couldn't find the address for your envelope. I was just giving you a hard time. Yeah, sure. She turns and storms off. Drake's Drake's just grinning at you. <laughs> Not a word. You're, you're a real piece of work, Garth. quietly. Not a you're word, a there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, I should probably go... Well, keep an eye out for when, will you? I want to make sure that she doesn't secretly poison me before the night is over. Alright. So, are you going to go look looking for someone? I think he's just gonna go get a stiffer drink right now. <laughs> the moment. A different drink at a different party. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> it's gone well for you. Well, Garf, are you going to uh, do any damage control with some of these ladies or uh, your pride? Uh, Both look like they need some damage control. Okay, well, Elizabeth, I need to let cool down a bit, I think, so... Probably go find and uh, probably go find wet. Calm it down. That might be a good idea. Yes. Uh... Pat him on the shoulder and walk away. So who are you looking for? He's looking. He'll go look for when. Okay. Give me an investigation check. Sure. Uh, what do I have that at again? Three. All right. Uh, plus four. All right. Plus four. It takes you a couple of minutes, but you realize that she is no longer on the ballroom floor. So you start looking at a couple of side rooms, which the guests are not exclusively barred from entering those rooms, but is generally frowned upon because it makes the security have to keep an eye out a little harder. What little security there is. Because seriously, who would dare attack an ambassador's ball? I have a feeling I know who would dare. (laughs) This could be trouble. But you eventually um, walk into what is essentially a large study room, and you see when checking out the books. Just a great, like, ten-foot bookshelf. Oh, quite the collection they got here. Mm, yes. So, uh, sorry about that scene back there. Uh, are you sorry about it, or are you just sorry you got caught? Uh, a little of both, I guess. Mm. Well, same garb I've always known. <sighs> uh, you know what they say, old dog. <laughs> old dog indeed. So, but one thing I was telling the truth about, I don't get much chance to ride to visit people anymore. Mm. I'm sure. I can sympathize. I go on missions myself. I imagine. You on one right now? I think we'd be better for both of us if you stopped asking stopped asking questions and left this room. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Look, I'm sorry. Hmm. I'll keep, that, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, he doesn't really know what else to say, so... She reaches out and drags a finger across a couple of the spines of the books. Still hasn't really turned to you. Can he peek what book she's looking at? Um, there's various titles. She drags yeah. her finger across, like, nine of them. She looks down at her watch. Uh, I'm trying to think something, but... Yeah. Oh, he's going to... Let's see, I'm trying to think if I should make a roll, but... Up to you. I don't know that I have anything... I don't actually have uh, empathy or anything. (laughs) (laughs) So... You don't say. I guess I could try and make a roll at base. Always try that. 
um, the monk from inside pushes past you and looks at the books for a second. Oh, sorry, that gets out of his way. He nods, not really looking at you, and starts looking at the books. Oh, so I got a plus zero on empathy, so... You aren't getting much of anything. Yeah, she's hard to read. Garv, remember when I said you should get out of the room? Yes, well, all these books, they look so interesting. That's a lie, and you know it. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, maybe one of them's got a treasure map in it or something. These old places like this, that happens sometimes. She puts her head down and puts her head in her hand. Uh. (laughs) To this point that the clock strikes nine, and the skylight of this room breaks. Oh, uh, does something come through it, or is it just, you know, unfortunate coincidence? Indeed. Uh, five men drop through, all in robes, but similar to the one of the men who just walked in, but with hoods pulled over their heads. They put their hands out in fighting poses. What? When calmly turns around, I suggest you leave the room. I don't know. I, I, I might, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to stop this, but if not, I think I kind of want to watch. It looks interesting. Very well, then just don't intervene. And at this point, they pull, they uh, take from out of their robes large uh, burlap sacks, and they take the bookshelf. Each of them takes a takes a stance aside it, and they just pull it down to the ground, smashing it and throwing books everywhere. Is there something behind the bookshelf? No. They start picking up the books with uh, their burlap bags. You're stealing the books. Why? Don't worry about it, Garf. Uh, is anybody coming about this? So, um, anyone, anyone inside can make me an alertness check to uh, hear the crash. Is there a, so, oh, I forget, I, sorry, I must, I might have missed the very beginning. Are they here specifically for any purpose, or are they just kind of hanging out? Uh, who? Uh, the Centurions. Uh, you're here to represent the century, the Century Club, and show, like, your, the Century Club's approval of this ambassador and stuff like that. So therefore, we probably should be stopping theft of the ambassador's stuff. Wouldn't be a bad plan. Meanwhile, Biggles... <laughs> uh, Biggles briefly not, attains omniscience. You not only hear the, uh... <laughs> you, you not only hear the bookshelf smashing. You not only hear the skylight breaking in, you hear the footsteps on top of the on top of the building moving towards the area Garf walked through. Can I get a fate point if I shout, Someone's attacking the party and Absolutely. run, and f- no. run forward gun drawn. Absolutely you can. Yes. <laughs> I love that you guys are just falling over each other to make things worse. <laughs> Why wouldn't we? Oh, it's the best. <laughs> so, how many sacks of books have they collected? Um, well, none at this point in time, since Biggles figured it out before they even made it through the window. He he can appear along with anyone who sticks close with him about the time that they start picking up books. Uh, Sarah was right there. Actually, she wasn't. She walked off to get a drink. Oh, all right. Never mind. All right, you, you can show up like an exchange later, then. Sure. Look, I. I'm technically probably should be stopping this. What did I How say about not intervening? Uh, you said I shouldn't do it, but there's, I think I kind of have to. There's there's six monks in when, Kevin. Okay. So the the monk that was there is also picking up the books, the one that was already there? Indeed. Uh, he swings a hand and is going to uh, start. So they have burlap sacks. Indeed. Yeah, it's going to be hard to carry them when they're all cut apart, aren't they? It would be. Yeah, 
he's going to start, he t- tosses a knife at one of the uh, burlap sacks to tear it open and make it impossible to carry things out of. All right, that will be a, let's see, you're going to throw it. Yeah. Uh, give me a, I forget what exactly this is called, but I believe it's just maneuver. Give me a weaponry check against plus four to try to add the aspect inconvenienced. Sure. All right. Uh, uh, plus eight. Plus eight. Indeed you do. You tear open the burlap sack and the books, the few books that were inside fall all over the floor. He's essentially holding a burlap sheet now. Now, I don't suppose I can convince you guys to just leave nicely. Normally I don't do that, but professional courtesy and all that. You've convinced Um, me. One of the monks on the end walks out. (laughs) All right, so there are now five monks. Uh Uh All right, that's about this. That's a lot better than that usually goes, to be honest. You hear screaming outside in the ballroom, and Biggles burst through the door. What's going on in here? (laughs) And as you are distracted by Biggles, uh, one of the monks is going to make a running leap at you, Garv. Make a defense roll. Uh, sure. Uh, I suppose weapons doesn't really defend against a running leap very well, huh? Um, you can defend with weapons. It's base. It's just an attack roll. You can kill him before he ki- before he connects cool. with you. He'll uh, yeah. I guess bear his knives to make it get difficult for the guy to attack without getting cut. Sure. Uh, plus five. Plus five. All right. He takes a running leap. You make a very deft parry, but he twists out of the way of it. Braces himself on your chest, pushing you back a little bit, and takes a swift kick to the side of your face. Oh! It's mostly inconveniencing, but you take a point of strain. You take a point of uh, damage. (sighs) And then he drops off of your chest, moves back into the fighting pose. Um, Biggles, the same happens to you, the newcomer. Uh, somebody leaps at me? Yep. Alright, I I draw and fire. Alright, very well. Make me a defense roll. Alright. Uh... That's going to be... That, that makes this whole thing high profile immediately. Plus four. Plus four. All right. Uh, you take a shot at him trying to ward him off. But again, he uh, ducks quickly low to the ground and gets out of the way of the bullets. Jumps up, wraps his arm around your neck, spins around you and kicks you in the gut with his knee. <gasps> and, and he drops back into a fighting pose. Oh, I you see you are skilled. Two. I take, I take a point of damage? You take a point, yeah. Okay. He uh, puts his hand out in front of him and waves you towards him. I I will I will holster my gun and wait in, fists, fists flying. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, let's take your turn. Why not? Go for it. Make your attack. All right. Uh, I think Biggles is higher alertness anyway, so... Yes. Uh, gonna be plus three. Plus three. All right. He uh, does some deft blocking, but you eventually overcome him and get him with one good hit to the gut that would make even Houdini cringe a little. <laughs> and he falls to the ground like a sack of bricks. Ha ha! This is the one with the burlap sheet. Gotcha. And at this point, uh, Wen takes a running leap, not towards you, but towards a window. Let me just make an athletics roll. And in typical spy style, she crashes out the window and does a tuck roll away. She's Who was now that? Outside. Long story. <laughs> no, you're supposed what? to shout when. Her name he's is like, Long Story. No, not who. When? <laughs> it's okay. I went there anyway. No. Yeah. Her name no, is Long uh, Story. No, I said, oh, just shut up and help me take care of the rest of these guys. While while, while you're bickering, 
Another one of the monks takes a wild jump at you, Garv. Make a defense roll. All right, and do I take a penalty for having defended already since it's been my... I don't remember if this one, if this game did I, something like that. I don't believe so. I think you just defend against anything. All right. Oh, well, I was wondering, I, 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 so this game doesn't give you, like, successive penalties for... Um, you, you will be taking effective penalty of one because... Well, they'll be getting a bonus of one because uh, two people are engaged with you now. Oh, okay, they just get a bonus. Gotcha. Yeah, if, if you're fighting, like, one person, it's nothing... No big deal, but you can block as many times as you like. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, plus seven to defend. Plus seven. He, the... he goes for a drop kick to your chest, but you uh, take the what's the the hilt of the knife yeah. and just crack it into the side of his ankle and drive him off target. Oh. And you think you hear a spraining noise. Ow. He's limping a little bit. And the um and one more goes for Biggles. Make me a defense roll. Okay. Uh... I take it with fists now that you put your gun away. Yes. Uh, it's going to be plus four. Plus four. All right. You are trading blow for blow, but no one is actually doing much damage. It's, it's at this point that anyone else who heard Biggles but wasn't directly with him can come in. So what is going on here? Oh, oh, this is bad. I think. Yeah, it looks, it's... <laughs> it looks pretty bad. Oh, dear. Do, do you guys need any help with this? Yeah, it could Just hurt. a bit. All right, fair. Uh, there is two on each of them at the moment, and any of you can make a make an action. Okay. All right. Uh, Not holding see. too tightly to alertness orders right now. Yeah. See. Because uh, I don't want to write it down. Nova is gonna. Can I? Can I do like? See. Can I do uh, weapons or something to just kind of to just like grab a, a a nearby thing and just hit a man with it. Um, what sort of thing are you looking for? I don't know. Some book. Pitch a me book. something. You're gonna, uh, you're gonna throw the book at him. Throw the whole book at him. Dano. She's gonna she's she's gonna pick up a, a a big old book and just throw the whole book at him. <laughs> okay. I'm just curious uh, how imp- I'm just taking a quick look, see if there's anything about improvised weapons because I'm curious how they work in this system. Okay. Uh, it's gonna be at a plus zero for me anyway, so it doesn't matter. I'm spending a fate point to uh to tag um tougher than she looks. I think I think it's more flavor. I'm not sure improvised weapons get because in, in this system weapons don't give you any particular actual bonus to damage. So without stunts, so I think flavor wise, she just picks up a book. All right. Um. Sure. So it'll basically be a weapons roll, and whatever it is will break at the end. Will essentially be rendered unable to fight with at the end of the exchange. Okay. So you're gonna make an attack roll with a book. Yeah, I just did. I just I, I just put it in the chat. Oh, uh, let me look. All right, plus three to book him, Dano. <laughs> oh dear, that's an effective defense. You bring the book down, but he effectively blocks the, moment- the momentum of your attack by hitting you in the wrist before uh, before you hit him. Then he hits your wrist from another angle, and you drop the book, and he grabs it in his burlap sack. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Safe. That was very uh, effective. Scythe is gonna. He knows how to fight some monks. Gonna some. I'm gonna drop into a martial arts stance and fight some monks. All right, martial arts fight. Yeah, that's gonna be ridiculous. Um, so fist. I will spend a fate point to go ahead and uh, tag monastic training for a plus two. All right, this is gonna be impressive. Maybe not uh, plus four. Plus four total. Still not bad. <laughs> all right. So, uh, would you like to describe it or shall I? Since you spent the fate point and all. You go for it. I All trust right. in your abilities. <laughs> All right, sure. Uh, he jumps at you. You jump at him. You go blow for blow. 
you go for a punch to his head, he blocks it. He goes for a punch to your stomach, you block it. Block, 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 until finally you whip around and take your leg to the side of his head and knock him straight to the ground. Oof. Another monk down. Another monk bites the dust. Gotcha. <laughs> and another monk <laughs> gone. <laughs> and another <laughs> monk <laughs> gone. <laughs> CPR time. <laughs> Better to have cracked ribs than a stopped heart. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Anyone who's listening, look up the Vinnie Jones CPR PSA. It's great. Do, it, do I have to? Not right now. Okay. It's just entertaining. British movie gangster giving CPR lessons. Anyway, um, let's see. Garv hasn't done anything for a bit. Garv, your turn. Uh, yeah, Garv will. Uh, Garv will uh go through. Garv will go uh because okay, did did Sura attack the one on? Or dead. So I'm assuming there's now one on him since. Um. Basically, uh, it's effectively. two. It's it's two on two, more or less. Yeah. So it, no no outnumbering penalties either way. All right. Yeah. He's going to. Uh, he'll kind of. You know what? These guys are tricky. I'll go for this. He'll he'll flourish. Uh, he'll uh flourish. He'll like flourish a knife, throw one straight in the air, and then distract him for a bit until it bounces off the ceiling and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and comes back down on, at the guy. All right, that sounds like a oh, use ricochet. of ricochet, perhaps with a fate point. Sure, I'll take jack of blades for this. Get a plus two. In total? Uh, no, just the... <laughs> okay, I was confused. No, uh, so yeah, with that, I get a plus nine total. To, or no, plus eight, because I take a minus one for using ricochet. But it does, but it does, uh... It does, I... Ten stress? <laughs> It does two extra stress. Yeah, it does. It's like a minus Jeez. one penalty to do two extra stress. So, you do realize that an attack like that would cause a consequence on Big Fucker Jones. <laughs> Look, he ain't gonna be shown up by known tricky monks. So this this goes beyond just throwing it at the ceiling, have it bounce back and hit him. Okay. You throw it up in the air, you distract him for a second, you go for blow for blow, it draws back down, it's about to hit him, and you kick it out of the air, it bounces off a bookshelf and hits him in the spine. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes down. Oh, brutal. Biggles. Yes. A monk is coming at you. I, um, shoot him. Ah, you're pulling the gun back out? Yep. Alright, shot on the run it. Uh, plus three. Plus three. All right. He, you do not pull the gun out in time. He rushes up to you, knocks your, takes a kick to the side of your hand, knocks the gun aside, not out of your hand, of course, but just to one side, and then crouches down and takes an uppercut to your chin. Take two stress. <laughs> Check off your second stress box, or higher if it is rolled. Boom. Check. All right, Biggles, form your retort. <laughs> my, my retort involves lead and gunpowder. <laughs> All right. I'm still working out the details of how they're applied together. Um, and plus three. <laughs> plus three. Unfortunately, you are still working out the details. <laughs> and he, again, pulls the gun to the side as, a sh- as the shot goes wild. <laughs> All right, um, Sura, there are two monks standing. Well, three if you count, uh, if you count August having run out the door as one. Is, uh, is the, 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 the gent that, uh, she threw a book at bothering to pay attention to her? Uh, yeah, he's paying lots of attention. All right. All right, so I threw a book at you. Is there any way we could just talk this out? He cocks his head to one side. You're not certain he understands English. Oh, all right. You know Chinese? <laughs> Do you know not, Chinese? <laughs> not yet. Uh, 
I know all of the Chinese. <laughs> he knows every dialect, and that's impressive. Even even, even most of the dead ones, you know? That's, uh... <laughs> the thousands and thousands of dialects. Mm-hmm. Uh, she will... Yeah, uh, hmm? I was just wondering what nationality they look like, because there's at least one without his hood on. Um, He seems to be uh, Chinese. Garbus, yeah, they're I'll, Chinese if they're working for Wen, so... I'll, tra- I'll translate then. Alright, sure. What um, she says. I suppose make an empathy check, or whatever social role you're trying for, modified by Saif's academics. So if, it, if, it's, if it's higher, add plus one. If it's lower, add minus one. Okay. My connect is plus three. My empathy is plus four. Alright, so, so take a minus one since you lose some of the subtleties in the translation. All right, so I got a plus five. All right, very well. What do you say? Is there some way we could just end this peacefully? Where you don't get beat up, I don't get beat up. You have appealed to peace to a man in Buddhist robes. <laughs> he uh, he eyes Biggles, Saif, and Garve warily and looks at you meaningfully. I mean, it's going to end badly. Either for... If not for the both of us, then at least you. Let's just call it a day. He uh, he speaks his first words since you've uh, seen him in the room. Uh, Saif, you recognize him in soft, softly intoning, um, will they stand down? Uh, he'll answer for himself. I will. <laughs> uh, and he'll pass it along. Uh, I like monks. He goes, Scarf, can we just, can we not? Can we just not? Just for once. I, uh, well, I do kind of owe to her. Yeah, yeah, we cannot. All right. And the answer is yes, they'll stand down. They, uh, the remaining monks look at each other, nod, and they start making a break for the window. Well, put the book back. They're making a break for the window. Do you oh, attack said, them? Garf will, throw a dagger. The Garf will throw a dagger to break the remaining, break the sack. Give me a weapons check to break one of their sacks. From distance. <laughs> Just uh, rip up their sacks. And, uh, plus seven. Uh, plus seven, you said? Yes. Well, is it even necessary? You, you, just, you just throw your knife and you tear his sack to shreds. And everything that was inside falls down onto the ground. You're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is, is it even necessary to do a slate of hand for the other one? Well, other gent? I... It to, might be to 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 steal a sack of books he's carrying in his hand. Yes, that's less a sleight of hand and more a say a might or fists or some sort of attack check. I will snatch the books from his hand, Grasshopper. That's kind of what that I sound? was going. That's what I was going for. Yeah, just like, right. just well, like it's uh, still a forceful thing. Elect okay. a champion to make a roll. It is gonna be. Uh, it's, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be that guy. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be the person. You. That guy's here. Oh. Nah, it's, gonna, it's gonna be safe. He's over there doing that thing. All right. Yeah. I'll order some get fists. Too confused. That looks a lot alike. Okay. Uh, uh, has plus three. Grab you. So you fist him in the sack. God. Triple entendre. <laughs> <laughs> the fabled. <laughs> I'm so glad we recorded that. (laughs) (laughs) 
be immortalized forever. <laughs> but put be put on my gravestone. Died, made triple entendre. <laughs> Not in but that anyway, order. Yes, in his in his state of panic and fleeing, you do manage to grab the burlap sack and rip it from his hand. And they crash out the window. <laughs> you couldn't go through the same window. <sighs> <laughs> there was a skylight last time. Yeah. You have to jump really high. No, when already went out of window. Yes, yeah, so, skylight. Oh, the skylight right. two windows are broken, and I guess August went out a door. They did not strike me as men of peace, despite wearing the monks of such. No, they were definitely not that. Well, that's why I was saying that. That's why I was saying give peace a chance because they're monks. I don't think they're actually monks, Sarah. Wait, there were monks in here. God. Judging by their fighting style, were they monks? Um, as I said before, you, do, you, before. Did, you did not recognize the particular sect. Okay. But they could, by their, you know, from your monastic training, these could very well have been um, monk-style martial arts. Yeah, they could have been monks. But again, if they're Chinese, they could know all sorts of martial arts. It's at this point that's a... Uh, Oh, go ahead. Say, can I retroactively use Infiltrator to determine what I learned while investigating and disguised? Yes, but it will be limited to what you could learn in about five minutes. <laughs> That's all the time I had to join them. <laughs> you did disappear from the party, like, there. Three. Three. All right. Um, Against Mediocre. Against Mediocre. So, you know that they were after a very particular book. Not all of the books. You know that that book means more to them than simply money. And you know that typically these are, in fact, monks of peace. Okay. Do I know the name of the book or anything? I gave you your three pieces of information. Fair enough. I walk back in with a sack of books. <laughs> and uh, it's at this point that a <laughs> large burly man in a, uh, in a powder blue suit kicks in the door. His, uh, a beard and mustache that rivals the facial hair glory of Biggles. He stands and looks at you. This is the ambassador, Ambassador Kent. I say, what is the meaning of all this? There were monks. Monks. You had some uh, unscrupulous. Like that and one, and he pulls out a revolver. He's with us. No. So, uh, so you're with the monks that trash my study. No. 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 <laughs> there the there is. <laughs> <laughs> there. That's... There. Ambassador, there is there is a perfectly reasonable explanation for this. <laughs> he starts clicking the uh, barrel, the uh, the cylinder of the revolver to the left, listening. There I were infiltrated them as they were entering yes. your compound. They were looking for some particular book of great value, and they aren't normally like this. Hmm. At least not from the brief impressions I got. Did you have a very valuable book? I have many valuable books. I'm a collector. Very valuable. Did you have a book that'd be especially important to a bunch of monks? Like some, I don't know, some kind of religious text or something? Hmm. Well, I don't know about any religious texts. I may have captured a few of them in my exploits in, um, in the East Indies. Like you do. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he goes to the desk nearby and pulls out a large book. Here is the list of books I have. If you like, you may look through it, see if you can find out what's... See if you can find out what is missing, and perhaps where they might have gone. He puts his hands on his hips, and I'll put in a good word with the Sentry Club for you. <laughs> Garf looks at the number of books around. 
<laughs> it is not an insignificant number. This was a ten foot bookshelf. The book, it, the book of books itself, is very large. It, if, if I may, Ambassador, do you, you, you actually happen to have a, a book that lists all the books that you own? Yes, don't you? <laughs> I wrote it myself. <laughs> well, that's right, organization for <laughs> Others must have extensive libraries, maintain filing systems. As do I. He points at the book. <laughs> August dumps the sack of books in front of the big book. Good, I, see I hope you can figure something. out the mystery. <laughs> Nova's just gonna sigh, and she's gonna she's gonna psychic this bullshit. She's gonna look at when has that worked? Whatever. When has that worked? It happens. Uh, she's gonna she's gonna look through this book of books and then possibly expedite the procedure. <laughs> Are you using your psychic and of investigation roll? Yeah. Okay. Roll it. And uh, I'm gonna 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 gonna, gonna tag. Uh... <laughs> uh, I could tag bookworm, but no, I'm gonna tag psychic <laughs> or oracle rather. Seems more relevant here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got a plus six. Plus six. All right. You put your hand in between some of the loose leaf of the uh, book of books and you flip it open. And um, you have a very strong feeling that you are on the right page. And this page has about ten books on it. This is the right page. Well, there's ten books here. How could you possibly know that? I'm psychic. You hear from just outside the door, Inconceivable! And Harry Houdini walks in. <laughs> uh... Mr. Houdini, uh, I don't know what to say. Well, I know exactly what to say. You are a fraud. I'm a fraud. A fraud indeed. What the, proof do you have of that? The fact that you claim to have the right page in a book that is easily 300 pages long simply by flipping through. I'm going to... I That'd be like picking out a card randomly from a deck of cards and having it be indeed, the right card. Indeed, but roughly six times less likely. <laughs> well, how about this? I'm going to list the ten books here. One of them is going to be missing. At least one of them is going to be missing. It's going to be the right one. And if they are, then I'm forced to assume, scientifically, that you have had advanced knowledge. I have not, actually. And perhaps you are in on the scheme. Kent looks over from him to you. What is the meaning of this? Look, believe me, it would be much nicer if she were, but now she's she's kind of, actually. Stories I could tell, man. I submit that this woman is simply a very good cold reader. Or perhaps a warm reader. Oh. You realize, Mr. Magician, that there's nothing to read, right? Well, there's None of a lot us of books. Knows. None of us knows the information that's relevant. Yes, perhaps, but I meant in general. The particular technique at hand here, if that is indeed the right page, is likely that she simply knew ahead of time where to look. But I couldn't have. I just got here. Yes, but he looks around at you. You do seem a sneaky bunch. I don't doubt that earlier in the party you could have come in and looked through. We could have, but we didn't. <laughs> By the way, it is a totally valid tact to just ignore Houdini's ramblings. <laughs> yeah, Gar- Garvin. Okay. No, here's the thing. Looking through a lot of like, books on the page that Sarah pointed out. Nova could ignore him. She's not, but she could. Like in theory. <laughs> All this locating a book thing just kind of took a back seat for her, because skeptics. Fair enough. So what is it, then, that I could do that will prove to you that I'm not a fraud? Hmm. That I am, in fact, 
An oracle of the modern day. Well, you've had essentially no time to cold read me. Give me a give me a very specific prediction of my future. Very specific prediction of your future. God damn oh boy. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, sure. Wars in the wind. Let's do this. <laughs> okay. I roll mysteries, right? Um, I am almost certain that mysteries is the words here. <laughs> yep. Yep, I'll roll mysteries, and I'll, I'll spend the fate point on Oracle. Okay. I uh, I got a plus six. Plus six. Um, let's see. Omen. Sorry, I'm just re- reminding myself what words on the wind is. Hmm. Let's see. Are we seeing James? Yep. All right. You get, you, get one, you get one word in your head. Sepsis. 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 Blood poisoning? That's in your future. Seems unlikely. I don't know how you're going to be getting that, but uh, be careful. Hmm. Well, I'll let you know in the morning whether I've confirmed you a fraud or a psychic. All right. I'll be here just for that. And then everyone believed that you poisoned him. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, and and yeah, then, then I guess whatever Garf finds. <laughs> yep. Uh, Garf, uh, what are you looking for? Anyone who's not looking through the books can give me an alertness roll. And not Sarah. You're busy. Yes, that's precisely so, Biggles, maybe. Saif, maybe. August, uh, maybe. Alertness really I'm probably looking through the books as well. I rolled net zero. Do you know exactly what page? Also net zero. Um, what do you guys roll, sorry? Zero. Zero. Uh, Saif? I'm going through books. Okay. Then you find nothing. No! Nice Doppler effect on that. <laughs> no! Anyway, um, yeah, um, it's roughly trivial to figure out which of these ten books is missing. It just takes a little while. You eventually pick it up that um, that it is a book from the late 1870s that is labeled The Prussian Infantryman's Primer. That seems like a legit thing for monks to look for. I mean, that's obvious. Prussia is invading again? When aren't they? Well, hey. ever since they weren't Prussia anymore. <laughs> What's this about Prussia? <laughs> I point out the book, I guess. The book that's missing, I assume? Yes. Oh, oh. Why are a bunch of East Asian monks looking for a, a Russian, a, a Prussian infantry, infantryman's primer? Now you know why I, I said it so slowly. <laughs> They're trying to train an army. They seem to have done pretty well at that. For for what? I was kidding. Oh, all right. Uh, is it wh- who wrote it? Um, let's see. It's like there's some kind of weird code going on in there. Like that's what I'm assuming. There's some kind of weird Prussian secrets, or just secrets in general, because no one expects that sort of thing from a thing like that. Why would you expect that sort of thing? That would be dumb. What kind of dumb but expects those things? But who's dumb. dumb but oh sorry it was from the late 18 it's from the late 1860s not 1870s um it was written by Ernst Heinrich Adolf von Fuel oh that motherfucker because i don't know how to pronounce p f u e l i'm not even going to try i could but i'm not even going to that sounds like laziness to me terrible terrible laziness so anyone anyone have an idea 
I mean, it could just be an esoteric book that has codes within it. Or it could be the key to a code. Uh, it could be that. be that there. I don't know. Metal then, now what? Now what indeed. The people who are working on the books can give me that uh, in, that's alertness check now. Uh, that probably would... I didn't hear that, but what, I was gone for that, but that probably would have included Garv. Uh, yeah, I think you're working on the books. Give me alertness. Uh, plus one. Plus one. Safe. Uh, let's see if I have anything that would make sense to tag in here. Also, Sarah, you're less uh, engaged. Is it something spy-ish? Okay. Um... Not incredibly. Okay. Is it crime-ish? Sure. Never mind. I'll just roll straight. Uh, no, that's that's a plus zero. Plus zero, Sarah. I guess also uh, gonna, gonna, gonna gonna try awareness. I assume alertness. Alertness. Awareness. Yep. What am I even doing? How do I even do things? I got plus two. All right, plus two. That plus two is enough to notice that on the window that they smashed their way out of, one of the monks left a um, left a small gout of blood trailing over the window. Oh, would you look at that? If we're going to go look for them, or follow them, or anything like that, they happen to leave a little bit of a blood trail. Don't know, provided anyone's interested. I suppose we should probably follow and recover the book. I'm assuming that's what Mr. Ambassador would like us to do. Sort of what I was assuming. Hmm? That's sort of what I was assuming. He did say that if you could catch them, he'd give you he'd give you a good word in the Century Club. But we're here as the Century Club. He'd put in a good word for you. What even? Ambassador Kent can talk to people. Look. He's a people person. We're supposed to be keeping him happy, right? Basically. Basically. Besides, I kind of want to see what she's up to. Yeah, Garble, uh... Garble, yeah, head outside and see if there's a trail follow. Who does Len work for, by the way, Garb? Never told me. Hmm. I think she might be uh, a national, but uh, don't know for sure. All right. Well, let's give it a follow. Maybe something good will come of it. I kind of want to go outside for a walk anyway. All right. You guys going to head after him? Yeah, why not? Let's go for a walk outside in the dark. Defenseless. All right. So you go. For, you start You start leaving the building, and you hear from inside the crowd, Hey, Houdini! What? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh, I think something bad just happened. Something real bad. All right, I'm just gonna walk away from this crowd. one. All right, just gonna walk away from this one. Yep. So you guys <laughs> head out to follow this blood trail. Awkward. Uh, yeah, and anyone can make me a survival roll as effectively a tracking check. Uh, survive. Plus two. I'm not. I don't survive. I will, uh. No, I do survive. Minus two. Plus two. I will, uh, 
I will take uh, Jack of Blades for a bonus to because spy work. Of course. And get a plus three. Plus three. Uh, so was that the best roll of any of you, or did I miss one? Uh, I think that was the best of any of us. All right. Yeah, I so, got a negative. Yeah, <laughs> they they put you back on track. All right. Gar peels off in a run, following the specks of blood as they um, as they drip on the cobblestones. You follow it left and right through the Milanese streets, um, orange lamplight casting a glow over the street. The blood is getting more and more distant, but you manage to hold on to the trail until finally you make your way to a canal. And in the canal, you can see the top of some large, seems like a submarine, dip under the top of the water. Monks don't have submarines. No, they don't. That is... Three monks monks and one woman are lying on the ground in front of where the submarine was. Wait, what? What? Gar runs up to them. Alright, as you run up, the the three monks are clearly dead. Their blood spilt upon the Milanese streets. But Wen is simply severely injured and coughs as she sees you. What the hell happened here? Hey, (laughs) we were set up. They they took it. They took the book. Who's they? Uh, men in uniform. I don't know. All right. Well, uh, just uh, hold together. Eh? We'll we'll get you. We'll get you some help. I'm not sure how much good that'll do. What do you mean? <laughs> not the first time I've had my liver cut. Maybe the last though. Hey, hey come on now. No talking like that. So. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't have any. So if anybody has any kind of first aid, he does not. Garp does not. Or first aid is first aid is under the science skill. Yeah. We aren't. The, we don't have science. No one has science. Yeah. We are scienceless. <laughs> There's what sixty skills amongst you guys, and science is not one of them. Uh, I guess. I guess Nova would be like. Ah, let's see if I can. Um, she'll. I'll tag a uh, bookworm. Sure. To know some, to 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 know to know some uh, some rudimentary first aid. Mm. Rudimentary first aid on internal bleeding. You got it. Uh, well, I got plus two for first aid. Plus two. I'm so proud of you. Look, it's I, a thing. I didn't see anyone else fucking trying. I was. I would have tried at base if nobody else would have. I tried at base. I just did it. Yeah. I just wanted to see if anybody else was like, hey, I know a little about stuff. So, um, James, yeah. I don't want to hear your uh, judging. I always judge. I'm going to cut you. All right. Speaking of, <laughs> you run up to Wen and you take uh, what very few supplies you and, the, in fact, the monks have and start trying to patch her up. It's a little looking a little touch and go, though. Wen takes her hand, covered in blood from where she was grasping at the wound, and puts it around yours, Garf. Garf. What? what? They're, they're going to Monaco. All right. I'll make sure to meet him there. Yeah. And Garf? <laughs> hey, no, this is the, probably the point where I should be telling you to save your breath, right? Usually. <laughs> but Garf, I just wanted to say something to you. You are a philandering asshole. Slap him. But Slap you're him. an endearing one. <laughs> she weakly reaches her hand up and slaps you slightly across the face, <laughs> leaving a blood print on your cheek. Oh, uh, I guess this is the best I can hope for, eh? <laughs> yeah. And, Sura? Yeah? At this point, I'm going to ask you to roll your fudge dice. If the one on the left comes up a plus, she lives. Yeah, it did. All right. I got a plus, plus blank, minus blank. Very nice. You get what limited bandage facsimile you can around her, and 
it's not really going to hold very long, but there's starting to be a small commotion in the streets around you. While you were talking to her, people started to notice and started calling for a physician. You think she'll at least be stable until then. She's gonna be she, she, she's gonna be stable until until the actual doctor can get here. It's at this point that she falls into unconsciousness and slumps against the street lamp. Uh, she's she's gonna be okay, right? Sarah, okay is not necessarily the word for it, but she'll live. She'll live. He just nods. Well, I suppose things just got personal for you. Gentlemen, should we be heading to Monaco? Yeah. Biggles, would you uh, kindly lead us to the Piccadilly Lily? Biggles is already sitting in the plane, and it's already sitting next to you. (laughs) (laughs) As Biggles pops open the door to the uh, plane, he has inexplicably landed in a Milanese street center. Mm Mm-hmm. And with, with Lord August already inside, I'm assuming. <laughs> Lord August is the propeller. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> As everyone trudges over to the plane to get in and start the long trip to Monaco, that's where I'm going to call the session. Hooray! And by hooray, hooray, I don't mean, yay, the game's over. I mean, hooray, that was fun. Yay. But, all right. And as usual, um, Aspect comes at the end of the adventure. Yep. Okay. Uh, this will be, the, this will be the sec- this will be the second aspect since the last stunt, right? Uh, uh, yes. Correct. Okay, so there's the reward for this one, and then the next adventure will have a stunt at the end of it. Gotcha. Okay. Sounds like it could probably be a good way to pace it since stunts are pretty powerful. Yep. So, well, we don't get the aspect yet. That'll be at the, at the like, end, right? Yeah, it'll be yeah, okay. at the end of the adventure. I still figure my aspect <laughs> from the last adventure. Yeah, I still haven't figured a, mine out. That's a good one. Yep. Uh, Thank you, audience, and tune in next time for the thrilling conclusion to Get In, Get Out, Get Threshed. God damn it. Good night, Internet. <laughs> hey. Bye, Internet. Good night, Internet. Good night, Anyway, how 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 do you dress as a car? Oh, let's get a pane of glass and some some, some wheels, strap them to your legs. I, it was a silly thing. I only saw it once today. Cut. All right. Uh. Right then, he, he puts out his hand. Uh, my name is uh, Ricky Alkland. Ah, uh, Gar Good to meet you. You too. I'm one of the uh, the drivers coming up for the race. Oh, you are. Indeed. There are many of us, but I'm one of them. Not exactly a front runner, to be sure, but... Hey, anyone's got a chance, right? Indeed. So you're looking for strange customers? What kind? Uh, did they get at all of a look at the the people who, uh... Um, anyone can give me a retroactive alertness check, because I don't remember if you did or not. I, like, so... I don't... Re- well, I don't remember if we even got to see them, or if we just saw the sub leaving and the people already... I believe you saw yeah. the sub leaving, but give me an alertness check anyway. If you get something particularly high, I'll give you some clues. All right. Oh. 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 Okay. I got Negative a Negative three. <laughs> I actually got you a plus guys... four. Oh, holy shit. What'd you get? I rolled four pluses, so that's plus five. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Fair, fair, fair. I, got, I, guess I also got four pluses on the wreck, and I have an alertness of three. So Damn. Seven. That's... Yeah. All right. All you really saw as the submarine was starting to close is a hint of men in tall hats with silver-tipped rifles. Those who got higher than a five. All right. Well, five or higher. So if either Sura or... uh, uh, Man, I am blanking out on character names. Saif. Either Sura or Saif would have liked to interject about that. She's just kind of following along quietly and then just notes... Tall hats, silver tipped rifles. Tall hats, eh? Hmm. 
Can't say for sure that I've seen, a, seen anything special like that. Hmm. Well, thank you. Of course. Any, uh, anyone come and so this is like a little cafe, right? You said? Yeah, it's a little corner cafe. I'll actually think and go, anyone with a load of books, perchance? Load of books? Like how? Like, well, like a whole sack full of them. No, not with a sack of books. Not around here, anyway. <sighs> okay, I'm trying to think of what else I can ask this guy. He's like, that's right. So, because he, he thinks it's like, it's at this point that um, someone comes up, presumably a friend of his. Uh, he seems to be wearing a mechanic's outfit, so you can only assume he's on the guy's pit crew. Tosses down a newspaper at his side. It says, um, lead rally car found dismantled. Oh. Hmm. Oh, indeed. You know what, James? Yeah? Sir, we'll start reading that, and you know what you can do? What's that? Give me an omen. Sure thing. I roll mysteries, right? I believe so. Just to interject real quick while he's rolling, when you guys yeah. were saying, huh, uh, I think you meant to say it three times in a row. Ha ha ha! We're not in France. We're right next to France. <laughs> we're right next to France, but we're not in France. Fine, then just um, ha ha! Okay, fine. I'm a tap oracle here, so that is a plus six. Plus six. All right, you get a you get a be you get a bit of a vision. You get a vision of the car and the front uh, picture of the um, the newspaper. This beautiful red sports car, and then you um, and then your vision turns to white. And where the sports car was, there is a black sort of emission of uh, emission of light. You see a large chunk of that light being pulled off to the side, and the rest thrown out to the winds. And the large part goes into an even larger expansion of light. And I'm having a vision. hard time picturing that. I might not have explained it particularly well. I'm just trying to work off the cuff here. No, I get you. I get you. Yeah. So just, you see, I'm having. You, you see, you you see the. So you you see the car, then your vision fades to white, and it's sort of like a color inverted view of a star in the night sky, where it's black on white instead of white on black. Okay. The star splits off into one large piece, and the rest of the piece is scattered to the wind, and the large piece is placed, is drifts over into a larger black piece. No. I'm. Um. Feel free to uh, share your vision with the rest of the people if you like. Yeah, yeah, she she does so, looking very confused. That, alright, what the, the hell does that mean? You have a soothsayer on your team. An oracle, to be exact. Yes, well, well I've never much for saying sooth, but I respect what you do. It's like, it's almost She's... like something took it apart that wasn't even there. Get out of the cafe, cat. <laughs> It's a cafe. <laughs> this is a real people cafe. <laughs> hmm. So, seems like someone's trying to interfere with the race in any case. Alright, so. <laughs> well, the, the lead car that seems as likely a lead as anything. Really, you think this is a lead to men in submarines? Either way, it is a very worrying thing. Look, when you've been doing this as long as we are, you'll see everything is related. Huh. Well, I wish you the best. Um, if you like, you can stay in contact with me. It's always nice to have friendly faces in this part of town. 
Sure, I'll stop by again. Maybe have, maybe show a few stories. Sure thing. Here, you can have this. It's bad luck to read bad news on the ra- week of the race. He tosses you the newspaper. Yeah, he'll take the newspaper. You can feel free to study that a bit more later, get a bit more information. Yeah, he'll, when he has a minute, he'll look, see if there's any other noteworthy news in it. Sure thing. Or if uh, there's any, or any specifics about it. Sure, there's there's a few more specifics about the um, about the the headline news. Uh, you find out that the car belonged to a man named Leland Lucazzi. He's a he's a man from the countryside of Italy, and essentially he was supposed to be unveiling a brand new sports car today, but as he as he uh, unveiled it, he found it was missing some very important parts, like the wheels and the suspension and the engine. <laughs> This being a somewhat yellow newspaper, uh, they have already begun naming names and pointing fingers. Right. And uh, the 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 um, the, fir- the first name that comes up in the finger pointing is um, actually the man's brother, a uh, a John Lucazzi, huh? Who essentially was the second runner up, who is sort of predicted to be the second runner up in the rally if this sports car turned out to be something special. So they think the man's brother, the man sabotaged, man sabotaged his brother to become the favorite to win the race. That's that's what the that's what the journalism is saying. Yeah. Well, this does not seem like a reputable paper, so we'll take that with a grain of salt. Sure thing. But yes, uh, yeah, he'll kind of relay that to to the others. Uh, meanwhile. Sife is going to either rack his brain or go to a library to figure out if what he saw matches any particular military uniforms, past or present, probably starting with Prussia and the surrounding areas. Sure, give me a academics check, because you have, you have easy, easy access to a library that has, like, recent European history in it. I will spend a fate point to activate... Let's go with Apprentice of Walid al-Zahir. Sure. Uh, because being a wazard sometimes means you got to hit the books. Being a wazard. Yep. Sometimes, literally, when they get all enchanted and uppity. Plus six. Plus six. Excellent roll. All right. You, somewhat improbably, find a very, very old military history book. Well... Maybe not that old. old. It would be considered old today, but it was a mid-1800s book. So, you pop it open, dust pouring forth from its pages, as all good books do. And you see the exact uniform that you saw that night. It belongs to a very certain sort of special forces unit of the Prussian infantry. One that all signs of, uh, the, all signs of whom were... Um, were they basically disappeared over the course of a Prussian war with France. There was one battle um, that they just sort of disappeared during in the Franco-Prussian War. Interesting. Okay. Uh, any information that I can think about the last leader before they disappeared and if there was any idea what their mission was at the time of their disappearance? It doesn't mention anything about missions, but you do get the name of a general. A general, Fritz, Fritz von Halber. Excellent. All right. And yeah, that, that's about all you get out of that since it, okay. it's an old book that wouldn't have tracked his location since then. Yeah. Well, it disappeared, so. Right. 
Okay. That's yeah, that's what I was doing while they were doing their stuff. Sure thing. Anyone else have something they'd like to do? Perhaps any fate points to bring some old friends in or some things uh, to check out? How about because um, they might be here for a while, or at least Nova's going to be here for a while. Let's get a sweet hotel. A sweet hotel. All right, get me resources. By a sweet hotel, I mean a hotel suite. Sure, get me resources. Um, Biggles is going to be. Uh, I'll tap um, swept back into the great game uh, to uh, get in touch with some spy friends and see what anyone's heard about any of these various things. Just general sure thing. information uh, gathering. Yeah. Yeah, tag that, and if you like, give me a contacting check to get the depth of information. Excellent. I'll, uh, I'll use uh, I'll tap ro- uh, royal patrons here because okay. Sura is, no- Sura is uh, pretty rich. Um, and I got plus three. Plus three. All right. You do not manage to get your own hotel suite. Monaco oh. is a very small town, and people are coming from miles around to um, see this rally. You do manage to uh, find a family that'll basically act as hostile to you if you want. Uh, you know, that's fair. <laughs> perhaps I'll, perhaps I'll, perhaps I'll do a little bit of fortune telling while I'm here. Entertain the kids or something. That's always actually pretty fun. All right. Yep. There's a standard four-person family that invites you into their home. They're very trusting over here in Monaco. Oh, sure. They know everyone in the country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they know all their neighbors, every yeah. other citizen. There's a good chance if they don't know anyone personally, they know they're familiar with their last name. <laughs> all right, and what was your role, Sam? Plus five contacting. Very nice. All right, so what are you asking about? Uh, generally poking around, seeing if anybody's heard about a submarine coming in or any uh, secret um, smugglers' bays that would potentially be used to house such a submarine or anything along those lines. Um, sure. Plus five contacts, and we'll get you something like that. Um, you you get the names of about four famous um, pirate bays that were used like back in the great age of pirates, used for the storing of um, stolen goods in the Mediterranean Ocean. Okay. And you get their vague you you get their like vague location. Well, they're specific locations around Monaco. They're very they're not that hard to find. <laughs> okay, I'll put I'll make a list and get ready to go check them out. Okay. Anyone else have any plans? Kevin, what are you up to? August. I'm going to get a uh, an actual uh, an actual nice hotel. Just gonna buy a hotel? <laughs> no, but a nice room at one. Maybe a resources check. And specifically, gonna get one at a hotel where he can meet financiers and uh, team leaders for the rally. Sure thing. Give me a roll. And I'll spend one fate point on it for uh. When bright lights, big cities. That's fair. Well, relatively small cities. Okay, four. Four. Um, you don't quite manage to get a full-on hotel suite, but you do manage to get entrance entrance to one of the hotel clubs where a lot of the uh, upper ups of the race scene ha- happen to hang out. That's good enough. With a well-placed couple gifts, bribes you might call them, but gifts. You yeah. manage to make your way into the uh, into the smoking lounge of the upper crust okay is that the name of the place the upper crust it's a hotel yes and then what he's looking for specifically is someone in high science potentially like century club level science century club level science make me a contacting check to see if you can, you can find someone like that 
Oh yeah, no, I, I can't make that. I'll well, what'd you get? Mix my skills up. Plus one. Plus one. All right. So you don't necessarily find any experts in science, but you do find one man in the corner that's messing with some sort of device on the table. There's springs and screws loose across the coffee table. He's uh drastically he's uh frantically trying to get it back together. Uh, he'll keep an eye out. See what he's actually he'll just he'll come up and buy him a drink. He uh looks up at you as the drink comes in. Ah, much appreciated. <laughs> yes, what are you fiddling with there? Ah, yes. Well, you see, I am a I'm a scholar of physics, so where better to learn the uh the trade of aerodynamics and motion than at a high speed rally? Do you anything of uh submarines? Submarines. I could tell you the depth at which an average um, design might fail, but I've never been an expert at it myself. I could gain some expertise for you. What do you want to know? Uh, I want to know how difficult it is to detect one. Oh, well, hmm. And what sort of person in this town may have access or ties to someone who may own a submarine? Well, I couldn't tell you who in this town may own one, but as it happens, this device before me is something I might be able to rent out to you. As is? Hmm. Well, an added fee for repar- for repairs, of course. <laughs> you know how it is in this town. They're going to kick me out of the hotel. <laughs> ah, yes. Very fickle, especially during race time. Yes. Well, we, we could perhaps arrange for a hotel fee, but, but why should I rent your device? Because, as I said, I am a scholar of physics. What this device is, it essentially uses light to locate and track the movements of um, large moving bodies. Cars, perhaps. Perhaps submarines. I see. Well, I'm, not, I'm no expert on this, but I would be interested in renting such a thing. Very well. Do you have an offer in mind? Oh, how long is the race? Uh, how, long, how long did you intend to be here? Well, if I can stay here long enough to uh, make it to the race, I was going to... Stay at the race until the race was over, and then make my escape. Escape, you say? Escape. In have the literal tried, sense? Have you ever tried to get out of this town after a race? Ah, yes. Well, we have our own plane, so... Oh, oh, I see. So money is no object, then? Uh, money is always an object, but... Uh, yes, we could arrange for something, perhaps. Indeed. Yes, uh... How long is the... Uh, rally going on? Well... Out of character? Uh, there, or oh. in character? When... Uh, the race starts in three days. And runs for how long? Uh, let's call it just a full day, and then it's over. Oh, okay. Uh, and, yeah, I assume that's not really that big a problem with four resources. Um, you could pay the hotel fee. Yeah. In in addition to the man's own funds, you can certainly supplement it well enough. Okay. I said, well, yes, I'd be happy to, uh, I'd be happy to pay your hotel fees or supplement them and in exchange for using your device. Wonderful, wonderful. Then we have an accord. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yes, there are two people I will need to talk to about it, but do you think it would work from plane? From plane? Well, you'd have to calibrate it in real time, but I believe if you have someone who's quick with their hands or quick with their wits, you should be able to pull it off. Okay, well, perhaps if you're not busy, you could come operate it. Maybe, maybe. That'd be an, entail an additional fee, of course, but... Yes, yes, that's that's reasonable. We're all reasonable men here. Indeed. So yes, yeah, so, so let, let us meet for dinner. I'll go talk to my compatriots and indeed, perhaps allow you time to uh, fix the detector. 
Indeed. Perhaps then it will be a spring comes out, hits him in the forehead, leaves a small red mark. Perhaps it will be finished by then. Excellent. Have a good evening. You as well, sir. And he'll go off to find, uh, uh, specifically, Saif and uh, Biggles are the two people he wants to find. Who would like to be found? <laughs> Not everyone Saif, wants... Biggles? Sorry, I was Not muted. Uh, I imagine Biggles is already out looking for stuff, so I don't know if he's going to be locatable. Uh, I mean, it's fine. He just wants to arrange for the plane with him. He wants to talk to Saif to figure out if this actually might work. Uh, I see. So I don't matter. Well, he wants to tell you yeah, so that you can prepare the plane. Walk it back. Walk it back. That's it. There you go. Sammy matter to me. Look, Biggles is good at, at like two things. Flying a plane and shooting a gun and maybe lovemaking. <laughs> He's also good at noticing things. <laughs> He's quite good at noticing things. Thank you. I think you should try to find out that third one. <laughs> don't listen to me. I'm a ghost. <laughs> So who's meeting with whom? Well, where did that ghost come from? Some sort of spooky ghost. ghost. I, I, I don't know. He doesn't have to find anybody immediately. Apparently the spooky Other people ghost. can do their thing. Sure thing. Who would like to do a thing? We'll say it's starting to get to uh, evening time in Monaco. Isn't that a song? Evening Honestly, time in Monaco? Sort of, You're thinking of One Night in Bangkok. What's there up to? She's probably just acquainting herself with this uh, guy that, that, that she's staying with. All right. Telling telling fortunes, reading palms. Just, oh my. She probably spends the evening that, that way. All right. They they seem they seem to be amicable enough. They're 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 a bit superstitious, which you managed to play to your own benefit, of course. You know what Garv's gonna do? Because this sounds like the time to do it. What's Garv's gonna do? Garv is gonna try and see Dude's... if he can find a black market in town. Because you know who you know. They had one book they were after, the people they're looking for, he figures. Yeah. But they also had a bunch of other old books. And if they don't want those to just be dead weight, they may sell them off. Indeed. But if they're at all rare and, you know, the kind that could be eventually traced, rare, you know, rare enough that they could be traced, you can't just go to a bookseller and be like, hey... I happen okay. to have this. Yeah, there's a couple of checks you can make. Um, sure, make start me off with a contacting check to find the black market in the first place. Sure. Uh, plus three. Plus three. All right. So that is not quite enough to find the black market, but it's enough for the black market to find you. What I mean oh. by that is you're wandering around uh, a certain part of town at night, and a man comes up to you, a man about six foot five, looking looks like he's going on 400 pounds, mostly of muscle, and he puts a large hand on your shoulder. Hello, my friend. Can I help you, mate? Well, I'd prefer to think I might be able to help you. You see, I am a purveyor of fine goods here, if you might uh, be interested in that sort of thing. Oh, I'm always interested in some fine goods, certainly. Indeed, perhaps some art? I have plenty of art back in my storeroom. He points over at a very sketchy um, alley staircase into a second floor of room. Sure, why don't we go take a look? Why don't we take a look indeed? And he pulls you off towards the uh, staircase. Yep. And indeed, as he takes you up the stairs, the walls do seem to be lined with rather decent art. Can't really complain about it. So what can I interest you in, my friend? He looks at one of the paintings and always, like, thinks to himself, I think I might have stolen that one myself. <laughs> you may well have. <laughs> it's like, well, much as I am an art fan, I do 
Mike's looking for some books. Books? Books, say, prescribed by the Vatican? Books banned by your governments? What can I get you? Uh, there's some older, rarer ones, and he'll, uh... You know what? He had to go through that big damn list of books trying to find the one. He'll list some of that, you know, trying to find what was taken. He'll list some of the books that were on that that he knows were taken. Mm. So which ones are you memor- Are you, uh... Which ones are you saying in particular? Are there any, any you're leaving out from the list? Uh, he'll leave out the one. He'll leave out the one that the. He'll leave out the one that the that the, we that they know the one about the Prussian legionnaires yeah. for now the, the because he has a feeling they're not going to be selling that anyway. So indeed. Hmm. But yeah, he's he. But yeah, he'll he'll kind of list if he can kind of list some that are in a theme to make it seem like it is something he's interested in and not like he has advanced not he has knowledge of a theft. Then hmm. he must be a collector. I've heard of some of these books, but I don't believe any have come through my hands. And many things that come through Monaco go through my hands first. That's so. Indeed. Is there any, anything uh, else you're looking for? Well, I figure this one's a long shot, to be honest, but. One, but maybe just just to see, and yeah, he'll list the the Prussian Legionnaire. He'll name the Pl- Prussian Legionnaire book. His eyes light up for a moment. How much are you willing to spend? Well, oh really? Oh, well, I guess sometimes uh, pay, fortune pays off. Well, I'm willing to. I'm actually kind of curious now. I didn't think anybody be had that. So now, keep in mind, I'm not one to judge. I'm rather curious how you acquired that. Well, a couple of strange fellows came by and offered it to me. Really now? Indeed. He'll start, like, going through his, uh, going through, I don't know, a billfold or something as though to see how much he has on him. Resources. And, no, uh, when he's not doing that, he's, he's gonna do it and then ask about it, like, what were the, what made these fellows so strange? Well, they seem to be German. Don't get a lot of Germans down here. Really? What they look like? Well, they looked like your standard men. I couldn't tell you that much, but they they had a bit of a disciplined air to them. A uh, disciplined air, I'm sure you're familiar with the fact that it's a bit strange in this part of town. Oh, no doubt. We have a very casual atmosphere over here. And I appreciate that. I'm much like a casual atmosphere. Never been one, one for discipline myself. Indeed. We wouldn't get nearly the customers we had if we had a man in the front who demanded you wear a jacket. Mm. Unless it's cold, then that's just common sense. <laughs> Hell. <laughs> so, yeah. Basically, he's trying to fish information about these men out of this. Yeah, but I think I think he's gotten about what he can. It's <laughs> like, well, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't bring enough for that book because I honestly didn't expect to find it. Are you Nothing certain? Nothing you are you certain you don't have a, have enough? Tell me what you have. We may be able to work something out. He'll list some low sum because he probably actually doesn't have much money. Like on the order of tens or hundreds or what? Like a few hundred. Like enough to buy like it theoretically a rarish book, not enough to buy like something that seems to be very, very sought after. I'll take it. Really? On one condition. What's that? You buy them all. Oh, them all? At this point, he reaches over and takes a small book sh- uh, book chest and slams it on the table with a heavy thud. <laughs> they brought in 28 copies. Of the same book. Of the same book. 
demand suddenly skyrocketed, but the supply remains high. So, I mean, these can't all be real copies then, right? I've looked through them. They all seem to be completely identical. <sighs> all right. He'll be like, you know what? Uh, sure. I'll, I'll take... I, I may have to come back for the rest tomorrow. <laughs> Being a, being a man limited in what I can carry on my person at the moment. Very well. Come back at 8.30 sharp. I have a meeting after that. Uh, morning or night? Morning. <laughs> Will do. Bring a friend if you have to. That's, that's the plan, yes. But no cops. I... Believe you me. If I bring cops, it's not because I wanted to. It'll if be you... because I'm. Th it'll be because they're chasing me, and I probably won't go here. Doesn't look like there's a whole lot of good hiding spots. I want to make it clear to you that if you bring a cop, you will not even find a door. <laughs> Understood. Yeah, and then he'll head out and try and, uh, I guess, meet up with some of the others to be like, well, he doesn't even know what to make of this. Sure thing. <laughs> Who wants to meet with Garv and discuss the future? <laughs> There's I... only one person I know of who would want to discuss the future. Look, <laughs> I, I discuss the future so damn much. Sometimes, sometimes you just want to discuss the present. I, I It'll be the present. present. It'll be the present in about 12 hours. That close enough for you? Does he, does he like, go to the, uh, the, the... Because I'm sure she told everybody, what like, where she's staying... No, he's, so does he he's, like does he like go to the house that she's staying at? Because like I said, she was just because that 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 day she was just gonna like chill out at this house, quite a family. No, I I think become their favorite guest. I think he's going to That's actually. I, uh, I think he's actually probably going to find either Saif or Lord August since they seem like they would have the most interest in this new development. Sura is busy doing Sura things and. This doesn't involve telling Biggles who to shoot, so he seems like he would not be terribly in, in, invested in this new information. I mean, August will meet with him, or both, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it could be well, like August finds a Scythe and Garf finds them. Probably. Is Scythe still at the library, is he, or is he knife fighting hoodlums? He's not fighting hoodlums. Okay. He's just, he just finished up. Where did you find those hoodlums? <laughs> library. Yeah, I went to my local library. <laughs> they were outside the library. <laughs> library you got, cafe. You got in a knife yeah. fight without me, I'm, I'm hurt. It wouldn't have been fair otherwise. <laughs> that yeah. is a good point. So now that that business is over, let's discuss that uh, summary. <laughs> I found a scientist who claims he has a device that can use light to detect the submarine. Huh, that could be useful. Called one's eyes. Well, that's why I wanted you to look it over. Um, hmm. Um, I so, can try. Is there anyone better? He so, said. He said potentially we could fly over the ocean and detect the submarine using the device. That would be useful. Um, I'm willing to take a look at it. I make no promises. He was supposed to be ready tonight. He said someone who's quick may be able to operate it. Look at look at Garb. Uh, quick. Sure, I mean, I can probably do it. One off. With some basic instruction. So it seemed like the best lead I could find. There's a, 
Well, I don't know if it's a lead, but it certainly seems interesting. I found something. Mm-hmm. There's a... There's a... I found a purveyor of, uh... Let's say used, uh, books and art. And remember that rare book that we... That the people were all after? Slightly used or previously owned? Maybe that latter one. Okay. Uh... Yes, the soldier's primer for such and such, etc., etc. Well, apparently... A couple Germans just came and sold 28 copies of it the other day. I see. Oh, then it seems like perhaps they were looking for a specific copy, uh, perhaps annotated or one that had some code or something in it. And they've probably found it if they're putting the others back in circulation. Oh, speaking of which, uh, they're probably this group of, or if not the exact group, then some continuation of it, of blah, 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 Prussians, I tell you what I found. Hmm. <laughs> Judging by what I saw that they were wearing. Does it seem likely that they are tied with any of the teams here? Why here and now? They must have something to do with the rally. Was the Frank the Franco-Prussian Wars... Well, yeah, uh, it might have something to do with the Franco-Prussian War when they vanished. We could see what sort of historical context that might uh, involve perhaps a cache of uh, wartime plunder. That's true, but I want, there's they must have a team in the race, I assume. Why else would they be here? Or there must be teams affiliated with them. What reason would they be here? A prize? Mm, Opportunity? I... People? Mm, don't know. At this point, that uh, rather bedraggled man, the scientist you met earlier, comes in, <laughs> carrying what appears to be a carpet bag full of technology. Ah, yes, uh, our illustrious new guest. Hello, hello. Hello. This is... did I get his name? Uh, just call me Thomas. <laughs> this is Scientist. This is Scientist A. We rescued him from an e- evil lair. He has the same voice clips as the last one. <laughs> Yes, uh, excellent. Uh, Saif here is good with this sort of thing. Perhaps he couldn't make it himself, but he can look it over. If we can find our pilot, perhaps we can get over the sea. Is it better to do at night? How does this thing work? Well, you have to locate it first. But once you do that, if you can keep if you can keep the beam on it, you can know its exact direction and speed which will help you keep the beam on it, of course. It should work night or day. I see. Is there any any chance that it could be used broadly to try to detect it in the first place? Hmm. Well, I suppose if you up the power on it, it would take a very large power source to do it, but you could create sort of a general light-based map of the area. I see. You may be able to discern some sort of submarine-shaped device there. Oh, there must be a suitable power source here in Monaco somewhere. A single incredibly powerful power source. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, there's certainly there must be a lighthouse or some similar. Oh, no, you need something bigger than that. Something that's... Bigger than a lighthouse. You need something that's connected to the infrastructure of the whole city. Oh, dear. There's one way you could do it. Name it. Well, there is a network set up. For just this sort of occasion that they only set up once once the rally comes around. 
there's a set of um, there's a set of loudspeakers throughout the town that broadcasts from a central location. You might have heard it declaring times of upcoming uh, race events, special announcements, such. Very well. We'll just borrow it. Borrow it. Yes, to make our math. I, well, you'll have to ask the uh, the city council for that. It's a publicly owned project, one that uh, they're likely to notice a drain on the network from. Have you ever been to a council meeting? So boring, so long, so much red tape. So there's jail. <sighs> Maybe not Monaco jail. It looks at Garv. What? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Do you think we could arrange for this? How much time do you need, and how direct a source? Whoa, 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 I'm part of this now? You have the device. I have the device. I can loan you the device. What you do after that is not my culpability. Well, then, can you explain to us in hypothetical terms how to use it like such? Very well, very well. He puts it out on the table. It's basically, at the moment, it's just a three-pronged stand with what appears to be a large covered flash bulb on it. Hypothetically, we have this small window here that will project the beam of light. However, he pulls back the cover and finds and shows that the bulb extends in all directions with uh, very small sensors on the, uh, small analog sensors on it. At this point, it wouldn't do much. It would try to capture the light, but there wouldn't be enough light to catch, unless, of course, you hooked it up to something powerful. I see. So, would would any part of the network do? You would have to infiltrate the um, the main race grounds. That's where that's where the center of it is. I see very well. Do you know anybody who has a car here who couldn't who could not afford the entry fees? Uh, the entry fees? Well, hmm. it did it did take old Ricky Alkland a while to scrabble up the fees. So if they raise the fees on him, he might not be able to participate. I don't know of any hopefuls right now. Oh, we don't necessarily need a hopeful. Or at least someone who was hoping to compete, if not a favorite. By the oh. racing up the fees. Oh, I see what you mean. So you just need someone with a with a race car. Yes, that is what I need. Perhaps someone has a spare, if anything else works. Hmm. Well, I'm sure there's a. You are on the border of France and Italy. I guarantee you, there's someone in this town who owns more than one sports car as a hobby. Yes, that is a good point. And even still, I imagine you could find some racer who's already in the race and act as an additional sponsor. I'm sure they'd love the chance to have a little bit of extra money to tinker around with their possible breadwinner. Yes, very good point. I might know a guy who'd be interested. Excellent, let's talk to him. Well, thank you, Thomas, for your the loan of your device. Of course, of course. And thank you for um, keeping me in this town. Yes, enjoy the room. Order yeah. a lobster for me. For you? Well, on my behalf. Of course, sir. And we'll be off. Indeed. He sort of scoots the uh, device towards you. He'll take the device. It, it could be put in a, like a one foot by one foot square case. Or cube. One oh, by okay. one by one. <laughs> well, we, we're used to arcane devices in small containers. I'll give it to Scythe to hold on to and never let it let go. Watch out for men with Ray, with Victrola players. <laughs> and never and never let uh, Sora touch anything again. <laughs> and yeah, if Garv has a lead on a car. Well, I didn't meet a I didn't meet a driver earlier. He might be interested in an additional sponsor. 
Yeah, let's go talk to him. I mean, if, uh, need, if needs be, I can act as a driver myself. Um, might be a little, might be a bit uh, late. We might have to see him in the morning. I know him because I, I met him at the play. He runs a cat that cafe. Ah, okay. Well, we can try. We can re- rally again in the morning. We have how much time until the race? Um, so you'll have this day, the day after, and the race begins bright and early the day after that. Okay. Or rather, you have tomorrow, the day after tomorrow, and then the race begins after that. Where did Sura and Biggles go? Uh, I know where Sura went as the GM. Where did Biggles go? (laughs) He went out to investigate uh, the various uh, coves or whatever that I got information on, and then everyone else did stuff. You, 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 I figured, you actually I figured, went out today to go to the pirate coves? Yeah, I figured you would get around to me eventually when everyone else was done doing their stuff. Okay, <laughs> sure. I can do that. There's been a marked decrease in pirate population. <laughs> Biggles just is out doing the spy stuff. I don't know what the rest of you fuckers are doing. <laughs> We're getting ready to infiltrate the fairgrounds. That's what, what August wanted to do the whole time. Sure. Entertaining a family of four? It was rhetorical. <laughs> oh, okay. One second. Gover's also going to mention to, uh, while we're pausing, Gover's also going to mention to Saif and, uh, and, uh, Lord August. So, uh, you think those books are worthless then? Because I kind of told the guy who had them that I was interested in buying them, but... Oh, it seems I... likely they're related. Perhaps having a copy would be useful. How about having 28 copies? He won't sell them to me unless I take them all. Unless you take the... Where were they going originally? Shrugs. I hey, if nothing, I can. If they're as rare as claims, I can just off offload them here and there for a tidy profit. I figure we travel a lot. Yes, I suppose that's reasonable. How are they related? That is a good question. Why make a bunch? Why have a bunch of copies? Because they were looking for one that had the code in it, mm. or whatever they were looking for. I assume it's the code. Yeah, or is it a a time-based code? Are they receiving their orders through some sort of code within the book? That would be a very long way to go about it. Yes, that's that's true. I'll leave it to you, Garv. You may be able to appraise this sort of thing better. If you believe you can offload them, then... Uh, couldn't hurt. Meanwhile, in the Piccadilly Lily. Yeah. Land in a pirate cove. Sound of many guns talking. <laughs> oh god, it's the hun. I mean, I I figured I was like going and walking, but I can be oh. okay. If you if you're walking, that's also fine. Yeah. Wait, why would you ever? Because it's a bit more conspicuous to take the giant experimental seaplane to look at who are, abandoned... you? who are you and what did you do with Biggles? Yeah, no, I know he's he's taking the plane. He's got binoculars he's flying it with his feet and he's like <laughs> practically leaning out of the goddamn plane to look down and peer down at the pirate coves you don't you don't have to take the plane if you don't want to no i'm taking the plane god damn it okay i paid a lot of money for this plane <laughs> he is he is married to this plane practically not now lily <laughs> <laughs> Later. Later. <laughs> Please don't say it like that. Tonight, you... Please don't. <laughs> it's night now! <laughs> Alright, cutting away from Biggles. <laughs> Alright, so Please. Biggles. Okay, what am I doing? 
All right, so the first on the list. I'm making sweet, sweet love to my plane. What? Uh, are you starting <laughs> furthest away or closest? <laughs> uh, I'll start furthest because I've got a plane, so I can go. It doesn't really matter. That's fair. All right, so you find pretty quickly, not not too far out of town, a couple miles, a um, an inlet on the coast of France proper called Midshipman's Cove. Just a small covered inlet that leads into a cave system. Gotcha. Well, not system, but a, a, a short cave. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So how are you approaching? Do you just like float the seaplane in? Do you land yeah, nearby? Of, of course, yeah. I just I land in the cove and I I push I I taxi the plane right up to the uh, the freaking entrance. Okay. What do I see? Who shoots Who shoots at me? Uh, no one shoots at you. Damn it! <laughs> Damn, I'm not shot. <laughs> Today I woke up and wanted one thing: someone to shoot me. Realize I could have just did it myself, but that was just he's the spirit of it. It's just no fun. <laughs> much. All right, so you you find what is essentially a very old, um, just a pirate grotto, basically one that's more still there for its historical significance than anything else. Okay. And there's a series of rickety wooden bridges connecting very small wooden platforms with little sheds here and there constructed around the ring. Okay. Can I take a look around? Yeah, of course. All right. What do I find? Uh, give me an investigation check. Okay. I'm kind of shit at that. Uh, and an alertness I, check for a different reason. I rolled net nothing on the investigation and plus seven on the alertness. So I see nothing, but I'm hyper aware. Right. So the plus seven alertness is enough to get you the investigation target if you so choose. Yeah. But the trade the trade off is this. You will not get what the alertness check was originally for. That's fine. I can outshoot anything that's trying to kill me anyway. Sure thing. All right. So you are keeping a wide eye out and you see a couple letters as you peer in one of the windows of the sheds. Okay. Just a couple letters, a P, an E, an L. Seems to be something covered by a tarp inside this reasonably large shed. I break into the shed. All right, you kick open the door. What's inside? Inside, you see the frame of a sports car. Hmm. Covered lightly in a tarpaulin. It says on the the side, the pearl of great price. Well, I I rip the the tarp off. Does it continue to be the shell of a sports car when I do that? All right. You rip the tarp off, and you hear a popping noise as you knock the uh, tarp to one side. I look around. Nothing. Hmm. Well, this clearly isn't important. I will turn and leave. Okay, so you leave. (laughs) Next cove! (laughs) Next cove! Um, I'll say there's one more cove you can examine before the night is out, and it's too dark to see in a cove. Okay. And this this next inlet is so just there's no, there's nothing much you could hide in here. It's a very shallow inlet, and there's just the fragments of a similar like pirate's garrison around here. Mm-hmm. Nothing really you could hide around here. Okay. So you've examined two of the four coves. Well, I will return slightly defeated, and <laughs> find the next two tomorrow. Sure thing. All right. So I'm gonna skip to the next day. Um, anyone who has achieved proper lodging can get a newspaper if they so choose. You have enough pocket change to get one? Sure. 
But the question is, does she already know it was in the news? <clears throat> do, do you? I don't know. I can roll mysteries. Do you want to use like one of your once or twice per game things for this, or? No. No. Okay. I was. I was. I was. I was being a, a jokester. There's no shame in reading the newspaper. I mean. <laughs> There's such shame. Biggles, are you reading a newspaper? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so everyone who reads the newspaper don't necessarily need to count out who it is. You see another headline similar to the one before. It says, "In as many second car in as many days dismantled. Local pilot to blame." And on the front page of the newspaper is a is you can all tell a very confused Biggles <laughs> pulling the tarp off of a sports car. I. I get in my plane and I fly away. <laughs> what in the hell happened? Well, I guess I'll have to find him and figure out what. We'll never know he flew away. <laughs> oh, God. Well played. And he never came back. Roll a new character. <laughs> Right, so, hey, well, Garb, I believe you had a meeting today. Yep, he's did could he he's gonna try and rope one of the others into helping him carry all these damn books. Who who volunteers to help Garb carry some heavy ass books? Anyone? Not it. Not it. Not it. Too late. Ah, fuck damn, already it's... left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're all racist. All right. <laughs> Come on, say if you like books, don't you? You're some sort of warrior monk. This seems like it's exactly up your alley carrying mystical books. They're not mystical. <laughs> they come in a lot of 28. <laughs> mystical they're books don't come in a lot. They're extremely not mystical. They're probably not even illuminated. <laughs> Why would you illuminate an infantryman's primer? Exactly. <laughs> I'll carry the stupid books or help carry them. God damn it. All right. As you have promised, you did not bring any cops, so the door is still there. because, uh, never mind. If you brought cops, you'd have to tell them. Is there, is there just, is there a spell on this door? No, it is a door. I'm just saying, is there a spell on the door that just, that activates in the presence of cops that makes the door disappear? They <laughs> just explode in the cop's face. Because that's, that's what I want. Do you know yeah, that Monaco is a lesser is a lesser district of uh, Neverwinter? <laughs> uh, I am a nerd. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Carver will knock on the door. Right. So, yep, you knock and the door opens and the large, polite man invites you in again. Oh. Here for the books, then. Indeed. Very well. I hope they bring you happiness. I hope so as well. Fork over most of the money he has. <laughs> That'll do fine. And he, he he hands you this gigantic crate. Well, not gigantic. Enough enough to hold, like, 30 uh, manuals. Oh, or did it use some Hefton? He says to sight you. Hmm? Hefton. Sorry, right. I couldn't hear you over all these books I'm carrying. Ah. Right, then. Ugh. All right, they're going to be busy with that for a while. Who else is up? Uh, Nova's up. She's she's just kind of she's she's going to 
head out into town, try and uh, see if she can't find anybody. Because what the hell was that, that news she read? What the hell was that? Anyone want to be found by Novacell? No one wants to be found by anyone. There's all well, right. there are two people carrying yeah. a, crate, a big old crate. As, as you walk, streets. as you walk out into the city streets, you see two men carefully hefting a box of books around a crowd of people. Oh, Saif, Garv, I was hoping to find some any any of you. Oh, great! Want to give us a hand? Found us? Not really. Figures. <laughs> yeah, look like you got it anyway. Have you seen Biggles around? I believe you flew away forever. <laughs> oh, yeah, serious. My planet needs me. <laughs> Just floats into the sky. Did any of you happen to, 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 to read the headline today? Uh, yes. Yeah, what the hell is that? Uh, no, what's the headline? Apparently someone's, someone's saying that Biggles was the one stealing, the, uh, stealing parts off the cars that, that uh, has gone missing. What? But I don't think he was even in town when it happened. And even if he I was, Biggles, Biggles isn't exactly the most subtle man. I, I, I think somebody would have noticed sooner if it was him. Alright, to be fair, they got some pretty diamond evidence. Like? <laughs> she, she holds up the newspaper. What is this damning evidence? The, 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 just a picture of Biggles uh, in front, uh, ta- taking taking the uh, the... Uh... The tarp off of one of the dismantled cars, looking very confused. Not a very flattering picture. Ah, uh, uh, it's not flattering at all. He... It, it also makes him look kind of like a guy that's, that's 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 going around stealing car parts. I don't know. That's that's that, that that's not the look of someone who's got nefarious plans on his mind. That's the look of someone who's disappointed he didn't find a sandwich under there. No. That's just Biggles normal look. No, I'm in, right? He, he shoots a man and is like, why isn't the sandwich coming out? <laughs> you should be I'll delivering me with sustenance. <laughs> hey, so, what are you actually doing right about now, Piggles? I don't know. <laughs> Going and investigating, like, <laughs> why does he give a shit about pre- bad press? <laughs> what are you He's investigating? The next two coves. Okay. <laughs> to the pirate cove. Uh, I go to the pirate cove. All right. Go to the next pirate cove. So you play arcade games and and uh, those little, little cars. You, you gonna gonna make some more uh, Goonies references there? I was referencing the um, like. Miniature golf slash arcade slash go kart place the pirates cove. Oh, I see. All right, so you investigate the next cove. This one seems to be a little bit more complicated. It's shallow like before, but there's a there is in fact a small set of corridors that a per, that people could hypothetically hide in. There doesn't seem to be room for a submarine in this inlet though. Um, well, I'll still go down and check it out. If it sure thing. Um, give. Are you going through quietly? To no. catch any ne'er do wells inside, or are you just stomping through? Of course not. We park the plane like right outside the inlet, and then just walk on in. Okay. As you walk into the cove, you hear a popping sound, different from the one from last night. A Is rather it... loud popping sound. I duck. Uh, nothing has gone nothing. anywhere near your head or body. Okay. 
I look around. It seems to have been coming from the corridors. All right, I'll go look at the corridors. Sure. Quietly or walking in? Uh, just walking in. Okay. Um, you see him. There is another man that is walking out at this moment. Just a man in normal clothes. And he passes you by in one of the corridors. Uh, excuse me? Yeah? Who are you? I could ask the same question of you. I am Jeffrey Calvin Biggles III, member of the Centurion Club and owner of the Piccadilly Lily, and I'm currently investigating for a, a grave matter. Oh, I'm sure. I saw the paper. I I get in my plane and I fly away. <laughs> <laughs> this has become Biggles' new source subject. That one's for real. I don't. I don't know what I'm gonna say to this guy. I just leave. <laughs> what? He just. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm looking for a submarine. There's no submarine here. I leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Biggles leaves. God oh, damn it. God damn it. So Biggles left. <laughs> What are you up to, uh, Lord Summer? I can't even top that. <laughs> Give it a shot. Uh, he's going to try to figure out who Garb was going to talk to about getting a car. Ah, sure. I'm sure, he, I'm sure he, Garb, you just gave him the contact information. Probably told him that... Uh, I think August was actually spoke up while he was at the cafe, so he just tells him it's the dude from the cafe I was talking to before. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ricky Auckland. Yep. Yeah, he'll go talk to him. Alright, he is still at the same cafe. Hi, do you have a spare car for the rally? Spare car? What do you need a spare car for? I'd like to enter. You would like to enter? Yes. In the middle of this rash of thefts? Well, yes, it will be fewer competitors. Well, I guess you do have a point there. I'll probably do two better than usual this year. As a besides, no one's going to steal my car. Hmm. Well? So, do you have a spare car that I could rent? Hmm. Spare car. I do have something that's a lot like what you're talking about. So it's like a spare car, but not a spare car. Indeed. What is it? It's... Well, it's a car. It's not yet a sports car. I'm working on it. But it's a car. It will it will drive you around the track. I see. Well, that sounds suitable for me. I'd like to rent it. Oh, is that all? Absolutely. <laughs> What's your offer? <laughs> uh, I don't even know what you should probably what currency we're using first. at the time. Yeah. You could probably use like anything of the area. You could use uh lira, lira, uh, francs. Right. So it's a, yes. Uh, can I see the car? Sure, if you like. It's uh, just on the outskirts of town. Yes, I'd like to see it, please. He gets up with a grunt, downs the rest of his coffee, sets it on top of the newspaper he was reading, and starts to um, actually limp away from the from the table he was sitting at. Are you okay? Hmm? Yes. Why do you ask? I didn't know if you were injured, that's all. Oh, no. I've been like this since a kid. Oh, okay. At the moment, I'm rather enjoying the fact that I'm like this. Makes people suspect me a bit less for taking a car away. Is that that big of a problem? Everyone's suspecting everyone right now. Uh, I suppose so. Well, not the second car. Everyone's pretty clear on who that one is. Oh, what do you know about the second car? Oh, there's this pilot fellow. The Pearl of Great Price was 
another one of the top performing cars, the third in show. Ah, I see. Hmm. Oh, yeah, so yeah, so let's see the car. At least it, it won't be stolen, right? It's not a top uh, placer. Yes, yes. Well, <laughs> I imagine that this car will not put you in last place. This I can almost guarantee you. There are some worse junkers going around. Hobby cars by rich idiots. Yes, I, I know rich idiots well. <laughs> I imagine you might. No offense, sir. You're, you're getting to the outskirts of town now, and the buildings and people are getting a bit more sparse. Okay. So we must be getting near the edge of the country. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and right before you hit the border, there is a um, pretty decently sized mechanic slash garage. Now check out the car. Yeah. From what you can tell and what little you know of cars, it seems all right. Like it'd get you across town pretty well. It's a fine, just somewhat comfortable city car, but it's certainly not a race car. Okay. There have been a few modifications, like uh, the shortening of the wheel wells to make it a bit more aerodynamic, the addition of a spoiler to add additional drag to the bottom, or rather to press the back wheels down on the turns. Out of character, I'm trying to remember, does Biggles have some mechanical skill? <laughs> no. <laughs> right, <Okay>. right. <laughs> I, thought he, I thought he maintained the plane for some reason. <laughs> does someone else do that? <laughs> do any of us know how to fix a plane? Fair enough. We've, we've been in this position before. The answer was no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, I mean, I, I have a thing. I, I have a thing I can tag, <laughs> that that uh, applies. But I don't actually have the skill in engineering. <laughs> yes, this seems perfectly suitable. It, it will meet race regulations. Oh, of course. The regulations are pretty lax these days. No one's died in quite a while. Excellent, excellent. Then I will be entering. Well, yes. I assume I can uh, arrange payments? Oh, of course, of course. Uh, however you like. Check, Lira, Frank, whatever you can. All right. Should I roll or...? Uh, sure, give me a resources roll. I will tag something. Uh, I'll tag Silver Spoon uh, background. Yeah, the one that lets, just, that lets you just casually buy a sports car. Rent. For Rent. a week. Yeah, that, that, that's in the that's even in the range of like you know normal people i know and it's not even a sports car yeah it's just a car i'm just yelling who you calling normal people who you calling you people okay that's seven. Oh, i see did i buy the car yeah you pull out a wad of bills he his eyes sort of widen i see well are you sure you don't want the car entirely i can i can work that out for you uh you know, I should do this the right way. It should be my car. Uh, will, will you stay on as a mechanic for the the time? Well, the amount of money you're putting out will pay for the car and my mechanic help. Excellent. And let's see what, what we can do in the next few days. Indeed. And Dave, I'm being paid for it. I can devote a little more time to it. Excellent. Everybody can be happy. Yes. And you you exchange with this man more money than he's had at once in probably his life. Good, good, good. <laughs> Which, just for context, let me look up what plus seven gets you in terms of resources. Just because I personally am curious just how much money you are spending here. <laughs> here it is. Um, plus seven gets you something on the order of... Uh, what's plus seven in the game terminology? 
plus seven is epic. Uh, small company or office building. <laughs> a small company or an office building. Okay, well. A plus six. A, a plus five gets you an actual sports car. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, maybe you'll pay for, for some upgrades and things. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. Awesome. All right. Gar, Saif, what are you doing with those books? Out of curiosity, what are you doing with this crate of books? Carrying it. Oh, that was obvious. I'd look, I'd look at Garf sharply, hoping that he has an answer for this question. Because if he doesn't, I'll be a little upset. I was just going to burn them <laughs> to keep warm on the cold Monaco and nights. Are you even there, Zach? Zach isn't even there. Oh, yeah, he burbed like uh, four minutes oh, ago. He burbed four minutes ago. Well, what? Well, let's cut to uh, Biggles investigating another cove. Yeah, what are you up to, Biggles? <laughs> I, I'm looking at the last cove, I guess. Okay, you go into the last cove. Uh, this one being a bit closer to the uh, city. Seems unlikely to have much more, um... This one has a fairly deep uh, bottom to it, and it actually seems to have been converted into a small tourist trap. Or rather, it seems that was the attempt. No one is here right now. Okay. Is there... It's just, like, marketed as, like, see the pirate cove, etc., etc. Gotcha. I'm assuming there are no, uh, visible submarines around. There are no visible submarines. Okay. Right. So, what are you up to? I I don't know. Um. Killing time till Zach gets back. What yeah. are you doing in this cove? I, oh, I, I'm, I just got back. I literally don't know. Sorry. That's fine. It's been a strange couple of days for Pickles. Yeah. Pickles is just gonna go sit in the plane and just try to think about what's going on. <laughs> Feel free to make me uh, an academics check. Okay. No, I roll minus three. Oh, jeez. Good thing that roll didn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Back to uh, the bookmen. Yep. What are you doing with the books? I'm assuming bringing them to wherever one of them is staying. Sure. You you were standing outside of the uh, the family house slash hostel Sir has been saving staying in. But if you don't want to bring it in there, I can sort of understand that. I, well, I mean, I have a room. I have a room with this, with, 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 with this, uh, this, this, this family just over here. If you want to drop it off there, you can. If you have another place, though. <laughs> you just drop it on their kitchen table. We brought books. It's 28 of the same book. So do you bring the books in? Try to take them somewhere else? I'll... It's, it's, is there any reason they shouldn't bring the books in? I mean... Books are books. Up to you guys. Yeah, he'll bring the books in. Okay. It's carrying them less far in any case. Totally. So what do you do with them? Alright, uh, well... You guys think there might be some kind of clue in the books? Hello? Am I just talking to myself here? Safe, you got I, anything? I, I don't. I don't even yeah. know what the books, what, 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 what these books are for. You just kind of brought them to my hostel room. The oh right, you want the They're copies of. So apparently, some German blokes 
sold a bunch of these to a guy downtown. They're copies of the book that was stolen. The one we figured everybody, the spooky people who hurt people are after. Right, right. Well, there probably is clues in the book. Probably are clues in the books. Uh, the way I think of it, it's probably one of two things. One, if these are just copies, then there's probably only one specific one that has anything in it. Yeah, that's or, what Sleif was thinking. Or two, they all probably have something in them. And it was a big worldwide search for these books. And maybe there were only 30 of them ever made. Or 30 of them ever, ever found. And these are just the extras. They only really actually needed one. The latter is the hopeful guess. Right. I'm more worried about why they decided to unload them all so suddenly, but... I suppose we can take a look through them and see if they have any clues, or we can just start searching town for a bunch of German dudes. Do any of you try to take a look take a look through for significance of the books or Yeah, like Garv's gonna do that because apparently nobody's talking uh, to him anyway. I'm I'm here. I I'm always saying stuff. Gersh. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean as I was saying Nova's yes. gonna uh, Hey You are in the scene, you realize. I'm, uh, also you realize that Scythe is a very quiet person and he feels like it's he's this pissed off about s- carrying books. Well, also, it doesn't seem particularly useful to him at this very moment, uh, just because they probably have the copy of the book that was useful, unless they needed all of the books, because there's some slight differences in all of them, and the differences are what make up the code. So, fine. (laughs) I'll go and look for inconsistencies in the copies of the books. In 28 copies. Yay. Help. Uh, Race in three days. Two days. What? Look, what? I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm just gonna do a thing. I'm just gonna do a thing. Yeah. Oh, anyone, are... anyone who's examining for one hour or more, make me an investigation check. Can I? Can I? Are you gonna do your? Are you once again gonna use your powers that we don't have to spend a bunch of time looking through books? Yes. All right. That is why I gave you that power. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Lord August shows up in a uh, race car suit with a bunch of uh, mechanics jumpsuits. <laughs> this, all right. Let's see how quickly this happens. Okay. Or if you get interrupted by race car August. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend the fate point. Special Barbie race car edition. Wow, it's a good thing I spent that fate point. I got plus five. Plus five. Okay. Plus five on for um on uh on Oracle. Okay. <laughs> Special edition Autobahn August. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So, you actually get a you know, reverse premonition? A, a, a postmonition? I don't know. Postcognition. Look, sure. The, the seeing the future and seeing the past sometimes happens at the same time. <laughs> you remember looking through some of these books, and you get a clear-as-day picture in your head of a filing system that Inspector, um, Inspector Kent used. Or, sorry, Ambassador Kent. Got mixed up with Inspector Kemp from uh, from Young Frankenstein. Fair enough. <laughs> An easy mistake to make. <laughs> and in the, you remember that in the front cover there is a particular serial code that he uh, used to organize his books, which is handwritten in pen. 
Okay. Yeah, she begins checking through the uh, the front covers. Sure. And in the matter of a couple of minutes, you find the book that came from Inspector uh, Ambassador Kent's mansion. This is the one. This what? one came from, from from Ambassador Kent's mansion. I was about to ask you how you can tell, but I'm guessing the answer is you're psychic. Yes. <laughs> Why would I bother explaining? Right. Well, that should cut down on the time it takes to look through the important books, unless they are all important. I don't know. Either way, this is the one that this is this is, this is the one we're looking for. Safe. Uh, this... Do you take a hold of it? Yeah. Sure. Cool. All right. You notice that Does compared, compared to the book you're invis- investigating, while she says that, the book she's holding is heavier. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Same number of pages. Same number of pages. Okay. Uh, is it a hardcover? Yep, they're both hardcovers. The, there, there, there were no. I don't think there were. Okay, paperbacks. so is there some? Well, at least there were paperbacks. They're well, they're pamphlets and things. And if it's a military primer, it could very, very well be that. Um, so, uh, this one's very slightly heavier. Uh, I'm gonna feel it to see if there's perhaps something inside of the, um, like if it's got steel plates or something inside of the cover or that is what's exactly going on there going on you run your fingers over the spine of the book and you pull apart a small secret hatch into what appears to be a metal chamber inside the spine aha ah, which is now this, empty which is now empty this uh, would can, be what they were looking for and why they were looking for it can we tell well, what did it hold tell, look at the yeah. yeah look at the spot like, see what it's put a pinky and see if there's like. a there's residue in there what would fit possibly that sort of thing um sure you uh you dig in for a little bit and you pull out what appears to be a little bit of rust there is something metal in there how, how what kind of size and shape is it is it bigger than a bread box well it beyond the <laughs> rust you pull out it appears to just be there was a metal thing in here that is gone now right but i mean what's the size of the compartment so we have an idea what size oh of uh the size shape of the compartment it's yes it's a it's about um Two centimeters, two centimeters in depth, the width of a normal book spine, and about six inches long. It takes up most of the uh, book spine. Okay, so it could be a key or well, any number of things really. A key would be my bet, but more than likely a key. Yes. To what then? Hmm. Well, we should go and see if we can find the submarine. Alternatively. Where's Biggles? I I don't well, know. I haven't seen him in like a day, so. I've been wondering where he's where where where, where he's been for a while. You don't think he got arrested, do you? I wouldn't be surprised. I suppose uh, I could go check though. That would I mean, be I've, good. I mean, I haven't done a jailbreak in a while. Maybe a little rusty. I'm sure I could talk him out. Anyways, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to a cafe or to myself a drink. Go check on check ch- check on the police dis dis uh, precinct. See if our friend Biggles is there. Very well. And uh, Lord uh, August, um, I, I, do you have a, a plan? You seem oh. to be holding a bunch of mechanics. Oh, but had I walked in? You said you did. Yeah. So at I'm about this time, uh, <laughs> Lord Summer rolls up in a, a a luxury city car, wearing a race car uniform. I explain to him what we found, and then ask, what's with the jumpsuits? We're in the race. We are! Oh, that's wonderful. What? 
Why aren't we in the race? Because we need to get in there to map the area, remember? Also, we're in the race. I... What more reason do you that... need? I, I don't need a reason. Um... I'm not questioning this. I had the jumpsuits custom made. <laughs> he just gets all disappointed. Sarah's <laughs> <laughs> gonna take her jumpsuit and just be like, "I, oh, it's actual fit too. Awesome." But, but no, I'm uh, just getting used to, uh, unused to accents here. Uh, thank you, thank you. This is this is excellent. We've been waiting so long to have a team uniform. I we have we have <laughs> and now now it's done something we can maybe wear when we're off on an adventure together mechanics jumpsuits while off on an adventure <laughs> she all right she, she gives him cage she gives him she 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 she, she just kind of looks at uh, Saif with like the biggest uh the biggest most facetious facetious uh, grin and uh, marches off. You know, actually, given that we fly a plane everywhere, mechanics jumpsuits as disguises to be less suspicious is not actually a bad idea. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to see if I can find anything about any of the Germans in town. <laughs> I'm going to look up some Germans. <laughs> do some facial profiling. That's, <laughs> That's national profiling. <laughs> Which is A-okay. Well, no, it's not going to be okay for another 20 years. After that, it's going to be completely okay. (laughs) 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 Well, I think it's time for the worst. Alright, so meanwhile, what's Biggles up to? Has he finished contemplating? I I still don't know. I guess returning to the rest of the party. Okay. Biggles, you're not imprisoned. Enjoy your stay. I'm not. I also don't know what to do. I've been foiled at every turn. (laughs) That third cove wasn't a particularly intense foiling, but a foiling nonetheless. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, foiled in in what sense? That you didn't find anything, or that you did find something but couldn't do anything with it? I have found nothing. We have been left with nothing. Disappointed. Look, we've we've it's we've got some. We've got some. Uh, well, <laughs> if it makes you feel better, we've got some leads. Uh, the people we're after might be German. You like sort of Germans, don't you? I, I do. I certainly do. Point well, me in that direction. They're up, old boy. <laughs> There'll be something in it, in this for you yet. <laughs> He'll pat Biggles on the shoulder. He probably has to reach up significantly to do so. A bit, yeah. (laughs) Garv is a fairly short man, and I think Biggles is a fairly large man. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so we're looking for Germans, we're looking for a key, and we're mucking about with the race in case that's important. All right. If I'm still with an earshot, potentially a key, we don't know for certain. Potentially a key. By the way, about this point, August, you are informed that tomorrow you'll need to report for a practice heat. (laughs) Forced to report. Asked to report. Yeah, well, uh, he was going to go anyway. (laughs) 
They can't keep him out. <laughs> what is when is he ever gonna get a chance again to 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 to, to do this? I mean, he he definitely could come down every year and do it if he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. You, you bring up a good point. But he's doing it now. <laughs> I'm beginning to think you don't actually care if this has anything to do with our investigation. <laughs> I just want to be in a rally. I just want to be a race car driver. I know, he used a, a different name for the uh, for his entry. Lord Spring. They'll never guess. <laughs> Baron Richard uh, Eckerton. Richard Eckerton, eh? Yeah. Okay. Not Honestly, not any not probably... anything like your uh, your your new compatriot Ricky Auckland. <laughs> yeah, nothing like that. Richard Eckerton, completely new person. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly, given who you are, you could probably just say yourself and it would arouse no suspicion that you just suddenly decided you wanted to buy a car and be a race car driver. It possibly would, but considering he's specifically doing this to, like, well, as part of it, to go commit, like, grand larceny, okay, it yeah. seems prudent to not use the real name. <laughs> okay, and so as a race car driver, you have, uh, you have permission to be around the track now, so if there's anything you want to do there, let me know. Oh, he'll have some tools and things moved in or i don't know do they does he have a pit spot and such i don't know exactly how the rally is oh uh, sure you can have a pit spot i don't know how rally racing works anyway so i'm just going to assume you have a pit spot <laughs> like if it's on a track normally rally races is done on a track at all i don't think but if we're on a track move in any case i'll move some tools and the the device and such into the building in, into the, the the main building with the PA system? No, into whatever area is his. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, you have a spot near the uh, beginning of the racetrack. And then, yeah, I guess at night, he'll get people there to figure out how to do this. Sure. Anyone want to skip to there? Uh, probably Nova comes back um, from the police station with a, a, a fresh... Uh, uh, a fresh um, Bronx in hand <laughs> just comes back. She sees everyone else uh, in her hostel room, including Biggles. Oh, Biggles, you're not arrested. As it turns out, I'm not. This comes to a surprise to me. What's what's going on with that? I I I do not know. Huh. I mean, is, is that you by that car? Yes. Like, oh, what were you doing? I found it. That. That's that. That does not happen to make you any um seem any more innocent. What were you doing with these stolen goods? I found them. I, They're just I, lying here. I didn't steal them. I. I'm just look, joking. Look. I believe you. I believe you. I'm just curious what happened there. I don't even. I don't even know. I found I found the car and then I left because there was no submarine. Well, if um, if you're able to sometime, uh, probably not today. Maybe maybe tomorrow. Uh, if you actually get me to that car, I might be able to figure out who 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 is really messing with it. <laughs> I sure. I suppose that sounds good. The safe's still there because I went off to look for Germans, so I might not be. Uh, you can be there if you want to be. 
that man. Yeah. Yeah. Fine, I guess. But just going to point out real quick that we could also contact the newspaper and find out who gave them the photo because they apparently set up a... Now you said there was no one in there? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were talking to me. You said there was no one in the cave, yes? No, there was there was no one in the cave when I found, where I found the car. Well, then if we find out who gave them the picture, they planted some kind of camera there, and that would at least let us know who was aware of the act. But that, I don't see what this has sense. to do yes. at all with the stolen... We've recovered the stolen property. We have recovered the stolen property. I mean, at this point, I don't really mind either way what we do. I'm just sort of getting myself involved with things that are interesting. She says, sipping her drink. Being I'm going to contact a local member of the Marisignus and run this shit by them and be like, hey, does this sound like it's dangerous or can I just fuck off? Sure. Uh, give me a fate point to have a contact in the Marisignus in the city. Done. Okay. Now, what do you want to ask him or her? Your choice. Uh, just about this. I, it has to be one or the other. That's uh, it's pretty fucked up, dude. Please, please don't start with this. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I'm just going. I'm going to mention the, the name of the group. These these uh, Prussian spec ops before those words existed, and what has happened as of yet. And basically, I'm trying to get a reason to continue following the plot. <laughs> Because well, if they're not super dangerous and they're just criminals, then I don't really care. Well, you do you do get a suspicious answer. None of them have been on the uh, Murasignus radar since they disappeared. A lot of things are on the Murasignus d- radar. This is apparently the first time they have ever acted in public since they were lost in the Franco-Prussian War. Were they on the radar during the war? Uh, yes, like, for for a brief period a during the way. war, they they were operating in this area, in fact. Or... Okay. Because, like, Marisignus deals in, like, global-scale threats, generally speaking. Right. Or ones that could... Okay. There's a sort of small addendum in one of the uh, Marisignus, like, logbooks about this group because they were particularly effective in uh, in the art of war. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he'll basically just pass it along to a superior, and if they want to get back to him with instructions, then uh, whether he should do this shit or not, then otherwise he'll, I guess, assist Lord August in his frivolities. All right, his frivolities are well in hand. What's up with your frivolities, August? <laughs> Don't say it like that. You said it like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're so like, then whatever, all right. <laughs> Well, mainly he's going to bring in uh, Garb in particular, and probably Sura at least, if not Biggles and Scythe too. Nova shows up uh, pretty well tipsy. What's it we're doing here? We are going to be working on the car tonight, supposedly. She 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 looks at she she looks at her glass and then up at him. It's fine. Just come as you are. What are we uh, really going to be doing? We're going to be hooking up the the light emitting device to the power network. Ah, uh, all right. Or I suppose you are probably. 
I'll do what I can to distract, and so will Sura, no doubt. Fair enough. All right. Get used uh, to 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 our distractions. I will uh, find a power thingamajiggy to hook up the this the white thingamajiggy too. Excellent. All right. I said, did, did this? Yeah, Thomas the scientist explained well enough that Gar can hook it up. Uh, yeah, most likely. However, it would be more helpful if you're trying to get a sea map to hook it up somewhere in a water area. Right, did it have to be close to the uh, center? It did. Okay, so it should be, like, facing the water? Yeah. And it, I suppose it would probably help to have Biggles in the air, actually. I can do that. Sure thing. If you like, you can uh, have basically radio contact with him up in the plane. Yeah, naturally. Yeah. There's no point in finding the submarine if it just leaves. Sure. Right, so, is there, any, is there anyone who's pointedly not going with August? Well, I think uh, the, the, the plan is that... Uh, August and Nova are going to be distractions. Um, yep. Garv is going to, to hook a thing to a thing to do the stuff. Sure thing. Biggles is going to be up in the sky for the purposes of um, for the purposes of finding the sub when the thing finds the sub. And, and Scythe is going to Scythe, have no part in it. And Scythe no, no, no. is going to do whatever Scythe feel like doing. Well, I'll probably be the one handling the device while he's flying. Ah, uh, yeah. And then, the, and then the cat is going to meow. That fucking cat. cat. Oddly enough, it's not a scratch. <laughs> right, so so I'm just going to fast forward to the time of the infiltration. What sort of, um, what sort of distraction are you making? Uh, probably some sort of a smoke bomb or something. Uh, sure. Like make the car uh, smoke up fairly bad. Sure thing. Uh, this shouldn't be too hard to rig up. You, you, you can probably make a small fire happen even. Okay. So you just set up a little fire. I'm not even going to make you roll for that. That works. You lose a little bit of upholstery. Why is that always the go-to for player characters? Because fire is the one problem that makes every other problem irrelevant. <laughs> that's, that's true. You know, that's, that's, that's a good point. It's the one situation that overrides any other situation. Like, even on a sinking ship, fire is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> right then. So, you make a small fire, and a whole bunch of people come over, including guards, who are none too pleased to see what you've done. Sorry, just a uh, loose oil, I think. Loose oil? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> oh, uh, what, what's Sarah's alias? Uh, she doesn't... Well, I guess... No, actually, she doesn't really ever use an alias. <laughs> Didn't think about it. <laughs> she uh, never really uses an alias. It's uh, my mechanic here. She'll take care of it. They they station a couple of guards nearby to make sure things don't get out of hand. I I'll be I'll be putting out the fire. Not fill up my drink. <laughs> down the rest of her. Down down the rest of her liquor. They eye you warily. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the main building. Guard. Yes. Make me a stealth has... check to get inside. Alrighty. We will do that. <laughs> If for if if for context, even more reason for the eye her warily. Who? What? How? Why would you have a drunk flapper be your mechanic? You can probably ask why he's a race car driver. Good point. Good point. I'm sure they see plenty of uh, stupid entries. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna spend a fate point to tab. Uh, to tab raised by the streets to. Give him another 
a re-roll on that, because now the same thing. Thanks. Plus two. Plus two? Yep. All right. With the di- Normally, they wouldn't be quiet enough, but with the distraction, enough eyes are off of this building that you can make it inside and to the place you need to go. All right. There, There is, however, a technician inside who's uh, got headphones, who's got uh, big headphones attached to one of these switchboards and is pulling lines in and out. Uh, he looks around. Is there anything he can do to lure the guy out of the room? He's thinking. Is there? It's a room. There's a guy. Uh, is, do I want to knock him out or do I want to just... I'm just trying to think of what he could pot, what why he could make up or what he could do to get this guy out of the room. You could murder him with a knife. I, I, he could do that, but that would actually be really easy to do for Garv. <laughs> I don't know, does he have anything on It'd be hard for the man's family, though. The... Does he have any what? I don't know, I'm just trying to think of something I can steal from him, or... Eh, whatever, he's gonna sneak up and try and knock him out. He's gonna throw... He'll throw a knife and try and hit him in the back of the head with the blunt side of it. <laughs> Alright, give me a weapon recheck. Will do. Plus five. Okay. You, uh, rather than holding the knife your typical way, you hold it by the other end, and you flip it at him, and just thunk, and he bonks <laughs> his head on the switchboard in front of him, and falls out of the chair to one side. <laughs> He'll retrieve his knife and put it away. <laughs> and then find start finagling a way to hook this thing up. Okay. So, at this point, you can give me a... Just give me a normal dice roll. All right. Tell me how you do. I don't have anything along the reins of science or engineering. Uh, no, he doesn't. The best thing is if he was as explained to him and it requires deft handwork, maybe sleight of hand, but... Sure. Uh, there's a manual next to the switchboard, and you notice something. Yep. There is, there is something you could do to make the, uh, light mapping of this area more efficient. If you could successfully switch the basic, basically... Operate the switchboard such that you transfer the main source of power to a location that's more near the water. You could get a more accurate map. And you notice that there is a switch that's labeled Monaco Pirate's Cove. Hmm. So, but in order to do this, you'd have to reroute the power, then haul ass over to the Pirate's Cove to hook up the device, right? Pretty much. He thinks about it. He'll look, if there. If he does this, he's going to look around to see if there's any way he can, say, lock this room so that nobody can get into it. So that if somebody notices, say, that their power was rerouted, they can't get in and re- fix it before he does what he needs to do. Yeah, sure. Chances are this guy you knocked out has the key. Yeah, he's going to, uh, he'll, he'll, for the, he'll search the guy for the key. Yeah, you find it. He will uh, reroute power to the Pirate's Cove. Sure thing. And, and if you want to make me an acrobatics check or athletics check, you can get out of the building through the window. Sure, I can do that. He'll, uh, he, yeah, he'll, well, he's gonna, he's gonna make sure the guy is on the outside so the guy doesn't wake up and fix it himself. Sure. Just drag him outside the door, lock the room from the inside, and then, yeah, go out the window. Alright, so you haul ass over to the Pirate's Cove? Yep, and let's see, for athletics, I will, let's I'll uh I'll tap the big score to get a bonus. Uh, spend a fate point, tap the big score to get a bonus, so that tag it rather to, cause you know going out the windows, it, going out the window when you're doing things like heisting a museum or something is pretty pretty common exit plan. Sure thing. 
Oh, it's a good thing I tagged that, so that's only a plus one instead of a minus one. Okay, you make the climb, but you take two points of stress. You pull something nasty on the way or down. Stress two. Yeah, fill your second stress box. All right, that goes up to the third, because he had stuff from four. Oh, could have gone better. Uh, no, stress goes away between scenes. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, does it? Yeah, just fill your right. second stress box. Okay, then. That's right. That's right, it's the, the only keeps... Complications. Complications and things. Yeah. All right, yeah. Then he's going to hightail it down to the Pirate's Cove. Sure. All right, so at this point, you, you notice that there is... You make it to the Pirate's Cove, of course. There's yeah. no one really to stop you once you get out of the building. Mm-hmm. You get there, device in tow, and you find a place you can hook it up. Um, an old, disused, um, basically elect- electric port. Just going to look around, you know, I'm assuming he's going to kind of, he's looking around making sure that he can do this quite, there's no one that's going to come and interrupt him. That seems fine. All right, yeah, he uh, he hooks it up. Okay. Follow the instructions he was given, hook it up, and I guess, think, point it out towards the water or something. Yep, you can put it in a place that basically has eyes on the water. Right. And here's the big question. Do you close your eyes? Uh... This thing does a thing with bright light. That's what yeah. you told. Yeah, they'll be like, uh, hmm. Yep, I think I'll just uh, cover my eyes and turn the other way for a minute. Sure. <laughs> yes. You flick the switch, there's a whirring as it winds up, and suddenly your eyes are bathed with light through your eyelids as your body feels like you just stepped into the sun on a warm summer day. And just as quickly, it goes dark again, and you can feel the cool air rushing back against you. He will slowly open his eyes and try and blink the everything away. Yeah, it's a little dark since you got that flash of light through your eyelids, but it's getting, it's coming back. And from the base of the device, there is a small map being printed. Yeah, he's going to uh, lean down and once it's fully printed off, take a look at it. Sure. Do you have any mental-based skills? Anything you might be able to use to decipher this uh, map? Uh, investigation would be the closest. Sure, sure. Give me an investigation roll. Investigation or alertness or uh, map would map reading fall under survival? Um, appropriately or th- this is more like a topographical map. So use your bests of survival or investigation. All right, uh, investigation it is then. Gambling. This is a gambling thing. This right? is not gambling. <laughs> Plus two. Plus two. All right. So you do notice what appears to be a roughly spherical thing out in the ocean. Something that appears to be similar to that submarine you saw going away. But it appears to be in parts. But even closer, basically deep off of the shelf outside of which the the cove begins, down into the the shelf that goes to the actual Mediterranean Sea, you see something big and metal with lots of things jutting off the sides of it. What? And that's where I'm going to call the session. What bloody hell dun, dun, dun. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Gotta be me. <laughs> Sam, you Honestly, just Honestly, I was going to do it too, but I'm not a part of this game, so. <laughs> Did everyone have fun? But it hasn't stopped you before. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was fun. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Sorry, I'm, I'm, because I'm kind, kind of, of out of spaced it. Spaced out. But, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Everyone seems a little out of it. It's all right. Including me. The problem dun, is, like, dun, dun! I have... Except, man, you're in classic form. The, the problem is I have, like, 
I, when I play Biggles, like I'm in such a state of YOLO as it is that any addition of being tired just really fucks me up. <laughs> I, I just love that in like two sentences, you walk into some random guy coming out of a pirate's cove. And it's like, well, no sub here. There wasn't. There wasn't. <laughs> Man, All right, so are there any questions, comments? Nope. It was, it was fun. I'm excited. Garf hasn't gotten to thresh anybody yet. That needs to be changed. <laughs> oh, do you think it's you doing the threshing? We'll find out on episode three, the finale of Get In, Get Out, Get Threshed. Dun, dun, dun. There we go. Good night, right. Internet. Good night, Bye. Internet. And we're out.